Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old time fan. My pronouns are V, Vim, or It, It's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at The Voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use him pronouns. You can follow me on co-host at Topple Thrones. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. Hello, long time no long see, time. dear listeners. Hi. I missed Happy you New guys Year. and our audience. Oh my god, I haven't spoken to you guys since last year. Yeah. It's, it really it's does been, feel like it's that. It's been a little while. I know that's the joke, but it's been a long time. Hello, everyone. Yeah. It's, been, hello. it's been like three weeks. Probably Three-ish, longer for our like audience that. also because of the yeah. buffer situation. Um, yeah. Yeah, this episode isn't coming out until the um until the day you're listening to this, which is the eighteenth. Excellent. Well, hope you missed us. I hope you uh watched our TikToks over and over again, uh to soon. Yeah, we had the... we had TikTok. We didn't actually Ash didn't take a break. Ash has been slaving away in the TikTok mines. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have been slaving away in the caption mines. Unless it's just oh, yeah, a you're clip both of the yeah. show. I, I edit the TikToks, Emma posts them, captions them, and occasionally does the sound for them. I've never touched TikTok in my life. Don't. Congratulations. <laughs> TikTok is a nightmare to use on desktop. Couch. I just want everyone to know that. Well, yeah, it's TikTok designed for phones. in general, but it's worse on desktop. But it has a, it has a desktop, like, yeah. it, it functions just, just fine. It's just stupid because it's like, I can't see our drafts. I have to post a video and then go back and edit it to add sound on desktop. Like, it's ridiculous. That's well, very weird. I can't weird. edit something I've already posted on mobile, so... That's... What the fuck? <laughs> how does well, anyone make how. any content for TikTok? <laughs> that sounds bad. I hate also, you, Also, they TikTok. keep muting us you. for using copyrighted sounds when we didn't. Stupid bitches. The TikTok Who experience. cares about IP theft? Yeah. <laughs> TikTok does. But anyway... Yeah, it's the new year, new supernatural, so, new new uh new season, new problems. New problems. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if there was anything I wanted to talk about before we just jumped into it. Feels like have it's you read so Animal long. Man? No. I mean, we're not gonna. We don't have to talk about that for a while. Yeah, I was just listening to the episodes where Chuck is in, and yeah. you're like, "I'm gonna read Animal Man," and I was like, and then he didn't. Well, I am reading Animal Man. It's just I have I have made the decision that I'm going to read all of Berserk this year and also Elric. It's time to delve into Dark Fantasy's past. Um, so Animal Man's on the back burner. You're so valid. I did see the Duckamux uh bit just now on Tumblr. It showed up on my dash and I was like, Oh hey. The what? I know that guy. The Duckamuck. Oh, 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 that, the, yes, the, the yes. Bugs Bunny episode, the Looney Tunes episode. Yeah, we, we referenced it in, yes, anyway, yes, this yes, is all yes, probably yes, gonna yes, have yes, to be I cut know, because it's absolute bullshit. Uh, no, it's fine. Listen, people, <laughs> this is what people come to podcasts for, is people shooting the shit. Everyone loves to parasocialize. That's true. Isn't that right, what, audience? What is a podcast except... Isn't that right, my, my beloved audience? <laughs> <laughs> we are besties. I am a real person. <laughs> I'm um, holding a, a pocket watch that is swinging back and forth. I'm hypnotizing you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually did remember the thing I wanted to talk about, which is I use this holiday to just absolutely uh, media blitz myself. Um, so I just want to recommend that everyone check out uh, the games Immortality, Pentiment, and Signalis. 
uh, all games I beat over the holidays. Beating feels like a weird thing to say for Pentiment, uh, which is one of the greatest, like, narrative adventure games I've ever played, probably. It's up there with Night in the Woods. It's very different, but um, extremely good piece of historical fiction. Uh, also, the, that Del Toro Pinocchio movie is really good. I watched yeah, that with my family over the break. Good, good mixture of like kind of creepy and dark, but also still very much a kids show in the like kind of classic or movie, not show in the sort of classic sense of kids movies. I feel like we haven't gotten one like this in a while. Like it's very like Secret of Nim or like um, what's another kind of dark. What's another kids movie that everyone talks about being kind of dark, but in a cool way? Coraline? I guess Coraline, but Coraline's more straight up horror. I was expecting Pinocchio to lean a little bit further Coraline, but it's like, it's not that bad. It's got a few spooky scenes in it. I really love death in that movie, but it's a Del Toro movie, so of course the creature designs rule. They put death in Pinocchio? Yeah. Yeah. Poggers. Yeah, Pinocchio, the Pinocchio can't die is the bit. So is the is the like kind of existential horror of that movie is because he's not a real boy he can't die, and death or is or rather like... he can die it just doesn't stick right exactly so he meets the death Jack and she's disorder. like she's like well you're gonna go back because you can't go anywhere else because you don't have a soul or whatever it's a fun movie anyway <laughs> speaking of soul let's the, talk like... about supernatural. You just said the most, like, horrifying, existential, <laughs> like, dread thing, uh-huh, and you're like, uh-huh. anyway, it's a fun movie. It's okay. a it's a very good, like, I feel like it'd be a good movie for, like, a kid who is, like, a little bit older, and, like, you kind of want to introduce them to the fact that people die, but, like, not in too sad of a way. Like, here's, a, here's an interesting, like, meditation on death for children. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. Um, are we ever going to talk about Supernatural? Yes. Okay, yeah. today we talk about uh, Season 7, Episode 1, Meet the New Boss, and Season 7, Episode 2, Hello, Cruel World. I did that off the dome piece. My brain is full of worms. Thank you. Oh, I should check to see if my food's... Hey, Alex, go get our food. <laughs> uh, content warnings for these episodes will include... Hallucinations, coma, homophobia, death by choking, conversion camps, AIDS discussion, the stigmatization of AIDS, torture, body horror, medical horror, cannibalism, depending on your definition of cannibalism, impersonation, body snatching, house fires, gaslighting, and suicide. Also send okay. any, any, any other bits of, bits of feedback or questions or mm-hmm. comments. Tell us how or... much you love us. Tell yeah. us how much you hate us as long as it's funny. Yeah. Um... We're, we're thick-skinned. We can take it. Speak of your fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we start this episode by seeing the road so far while a slow ride by Foghat plays. Basically, it's just a recap of the last two seasons. Sam went to the cage to lock Michael and Lucifer up. Sam came back without a soul, etc. Cass took away the wall. Death put up in Sam's head at the end of the last season. And Cass swallowed all the souls in purgatory. So now, when the episode actually begins, it's right off the end of the last episode. Cass has declared himself God and has requested they bow down to him or be destroyed. Uh, Bobby obeys, but Cass realizes that they're only doing it because they're scared of him, and that's not what he wants. He tells them that because he's so powerful, they wouldn't dare move against him again. That was a stupid thing of him to think. But that would just that he would destroy them if they tried anything. Cass refuses to fix Sam because they didn't stand down as Cass requested way back in season six. Sam is now in full trauma mode. It's great. And then we cut to heaven. Sam, not Sam. 
Cass is walking alone in a sunny field, announcing his new rule and saying that those who disobey him will end up like these people, and the camera pulls back to see dozens of dead angels, their wings burned into the grass. Epic. Uh, back with the boys, Sam's unconscious, and Dean... It is pretty sick. Uh, Dean is trying to fix the Impala, of course. Bad things are happening. Dean is coping. Um... They have no idea how to even start looking for Cass, so Dean is coping in his classic way of repressing his emotions and trying to fix his car. Uh, when Dean goes inside, Sam is up and about, walking and talking, but he hears something weird just before he follows Dean outside. Hmm. Uh, back with Cass, we see a preacher being homophobic, and then Cass comes in. Basically, he kills the homophobe and reiterates yeah, that he's he God does. and that he uh, loves gay people and is gay. Um... <laughs> And on his way out, he hears whispering and has a moment where, like, he can't stand up. Uh-oh. Uh, Sam is digging around in Bobby's basement, and he starts seeing chains and meat hooks and stuff and hearing ominous laughter. Then Bobby comes down, and Sam snaps out of it. We get a quick montage of all the things Cass is doing. He's destroyed the KKK, based, struck down some New Age motiv motivational speakers, confusing, but possibly based, etc. Uh, Sam suggests Yeah, everything Cass does here is based. I don't see it's, what the problem is. Literally, he did nothing he wrong. He did nothing wrong! <laughs> okay. Um, so Sam suggests they try to talk to Cass again. Dean is convinced that Cass is gone for good and there's no use trying to get him back. Then we see a trailer with a bunch of sigils on it. Who else is residing within this luxurious abode than Crowley? Clearly trying to lay low and hide from Cass. Of course, because Cass is God, he knows exactly where Crowley is and he appears. Um... Cass tells Crowley that from now on, he will control whether souls go to heaven or hell. He still needs hell as a threat to his enemies. Um, and that's the only reason he's allowing oh, Crowley to live. I talk about this scene. <laughs> so Sam's hallucinations are getting worse. A chain pops down from the ceiling and nearly chokes him to death. He sets out to go find Dean and Bobby, presumably to tell them about it, and overhears them talking. Dean is just relieved that Sam is okay and wants to exist for a while before they start looking for trouble. Of course, because Sam is mentally ill, this convinces him to hide the fact that he's been having terrible hallucinations, so he acts like everything's normal. Uh, the body count left behind in Cass's wake is getting a little too high to ignore, so they start brainstorming ideas. What can kill God? Hilarious. Uh, they figure that since Death mentioned that he would one day reap God too, that he would be able to help, so they decide to try and bind him like Lucifer did, and they make Crowley tell them how to do it. They need a crystal made from a light from lightning striking sand, so they break into a rich guy's house to get it. They get caught, he ties the guy and the wife up, and they summon Death. Death, obviously, is not pleased. Um, Cass appears, because of course he does, and Death points out that Cass doesn't look so good. He's got what essentially look like radiation burns all over him. He looks very much like Lucifer. In, yeah, um, yeah, season. like, it's basically Five. the same thing. Yeah. Um, where did, uh, where, uh... The vessel is not doing too well at holding all these souls, but it's not just that. There's more than just monster souls in purgatory. There's something much older. Apparently, before angels and humans, there were lo the Leviathan, hungry things that God made purgatory specifically to lock them away in. Cass frees death effortlessly, and the fight dissolves just as quickly as it starts. Uh, Cass disappears, death gets to enjoy his pickle chips, and we get to see where Cass has gone. He's in a politician's office for what can only be the incumbent conservative senator of some Midwestern state. Cass is not doing so hot. Someone tries to stop him, and then Cass blacks out. When he wakes up, everyone in the building is dead. Yay! <laughs> because Death is annoyed at Cass, he gives the boys something to help them. He'll make another eclipse, and they have to open the portal back up and make Cass expel all the souls back into purgatory. That should be easy, right? 
Dean, however, doesn't have much hope. He's convinced Cass is gone, though Sam thinks there's still some Cass left in there. Then, of course, Dean talks to Sam about the fact that he's been lying about the hallucinations. They talk, and then Sam goes out to pray to Cass. Sassiel girlies, they are feasting. Uh, then Cass appears, looking pretty That's bad, true. and admits to needing help. Uh, when we return from the commercial break, we're back in Crowley's lab, and they're getting ready to do the spell. Sam heads off to get the jar of blood, but while he's in the storage room, who else appears but Lucifer? Oh, hi, Mark. Uh... Lucifer tells Sam that everything he's been experiencing the past two seasons isn't real and is just another way for Lucifer to torture him. Dean and Bobby do the spell and Cass pukes all the souls back into purgatory. Yay! Right? But no, looks like the Leviathan held on inside of Cass and he's not strong enough to hold them back. Sometimes Supernatural is just watching Misha Collins do a bunch of different voices, all while being the same physical guy. <laughs> and that's the episode. Yep. Yeah. So they really went, uh, I don't know what we're going to do here. Let's make up some new beastie. <laughs> we can't, we can't have a full season where Castiel is the enemy. Also, I feel like it's like, he's God. So like, what are we going to do? Season, no. But no. Which is again, hilarious. Yeah, it's, I guess it, yeah. They continue to be like. They continue to introduce scarier and scarier threats and then be like, well, huh. What if God had a tapeworm? Yeah. What if, what if, hmm, what if, okay, we gotta make the, so we are human, are, we still have normal human boys as our protagonists, so what are we gonna do about that? <laughs> and the answer is, well, we'll talk about that more in the next episode. The answer is have Cass be sexy for an episode and then walk it back, which is yeah. exactly what they do in season 10. Yeah. Great. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> Fuck you! I have, I have one grudge, okay? <laughs> Only one? Okay. I personally okay. have many grudges. So yeah, my grudge list is long. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you, are we nearing the point where you have not watched the episodes? Yeah, I never finished season 7. Okay. Ever. Um, so I'm somewhere in the middle of the season. I don't even remember where. Cool. Um, very cool. Soon we'll pass the Emma on. event horizon. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll you two will be the newcomer. <laughs> well, it's not quite the same because I yes, don't know. Yes, I know, because you're still in the fandom. I know, I know, I know. That's just funny um, to me. But yeah, I will be treading new territory, walking on my own personal moon. It's It's funny to me in that, like... You you and Ash are probably, like, the two most into Supernatural people I know, and the fact that one of you has only seen half the show, I feel like, speaks volumes about Supernatural as a television <laughs> show. There's too much of it. There's a lot of it. Alright, so yeah, we, as as you said, we start with them just on the floor again. I like the, I like this, I... Yeah, I like this trend of, like, literally, like, what if the season finale actually just flowed directly into the start of the next season? It's kind of a fun thing the show does. It's a little hacky, but, like, it's fine. What is Supernatural if not hacky? It's true. I mean, and they do that for the, the in, a, in a way that startled me, um... I guess minor spoil. I mean, you've probably watched the episodes, or if you're just listening to us, don't care. Um, they do that both for the end of this episode leaning into the next one, and then presumably the next episode leaning into the next one, which I feel like is more direct chronology than the show has ever had. 
chronology in my supernatural? And that's chronology, but like direct, like, like, uh, I don't know how else to phrase it. There's no break. There's no, there's, it's, um, it's the Greek thing where the play takes place in real time or whatever. It can't go beyond the, the bounds in which it is. It is. And it's like, the show is like, oh yeah, there's no breaks in between. We're, we're going to pick up right where we left off. No time skip was allowed. Hello, future Wyatt here, because I remembered what I was trying to talk about, which is the idea of the Greek unities, uh, which are rules for tragedies that go thusly. A good tragedy must have unity of action. It should have one principal action. Unity of time, it should occur over a period of no more than 24 hours. And unity of place, it should exist in a single location. These were particularly common rules of Greek theater. And what I particularly meant by all of that was that it had unity of time. It took place over a very short period of time with uh, very little breaks, like where we're not following the characters. I feel like I'm bombing right now. Let's move on. Neither <laughs> of you have anything to say about this. Somebody throws me. No, I'm, I'm stupid. Quick. I mean, it's just um, an interesting shift, what you're isn't it? About a little bit from my like tragedy class. So, I mean, I, it doesn't matter. I just my point is, is that the show hasn't done this before. I don't think. Not over this long of a period. Usually it's just one episode to the next at most. Yeah, usually but... it's like yeah. two episodes that are like a two-parter. Mm -hmm. um, but then but this... once that, and that's yeah. generally only at the start and end of seasons uh, the third episode I think has always been like an episodic like one off or like connected to the plot but like again there's been a break stuff has happened in between it's like oh here's a monster of the week or whatever or here's the boys mm -hmm. dealing with the situation in a different context but this like ends on a cliffhanger will presumably start following up on that cliffhanger mm-hmm it's just like I remember having complained previously about when it ended on a cliffhanger, and then the next episode is like a new sudden status quo, like when that one episode ended with them locking Sammy back up, and then the next episode starts with him out again, and it's fine, and like don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. So this is is the, this is the direction the show is going in now. That's interesting to mm -hmm. me, but maybe it won't follow through. Maybe it's just these first three episodes or whatever. I'm also not opposed to time skips, just like when it's when it's interesting, stay where it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I assume Bobby you gets two down on his about... knees. King, there's glass there. <laughs> so yeah, Castiel tells them to kneel and is like, eh, I'm not into this actually. <laughs> like, what's the point if you don't mean it? Yeah. He says specifically something like, um, you fear me, not love, not respect, just fear. Yeah. He's like, this is disgusting. You guys are acting like I'm the Christian god. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, Sam, you have nothing to say to me. You stabbed me in the back, which is literally true. He literally did that. Yeah. He did do that. Non-metaphorical <laughs> stabbed me in the back. I think Dean starts to say something and Cass says, what a brave little ant. Yes, he's like, what are you going to do, kill us? And he's like, yeah, I don't need to kill you. You're, you're little babies. You are, you are babies to me. Once you were my favorite pets before you turned and bit me. Yeah, he's crazy. As uh -huh. if you weren't literally coming at their beck and call, Castiel. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you're fine. He's like, got whatever, him. gay boy. 
And then he says, I hope for your sake this is the last you see me, and off he goes. Mm-hmm. And then he's in heaven. Yeah, well, we get we get more, like, Sammy having horrible hell visions, oh, oh. which I broadly like in this episode and the next episode. Um, I'll talk more about that a little bit later, because it's more in the next episode. Um, but I think it's effective. It's the closest mm-hmm. the show has gotten to horror, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I there's mean, some the stuff flashy, in season like... one. Fire stuff is ridiculous. But oh yeah, that's that, cheesy. The that's why I was like the actual effective stuff is in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Although the the hook him getting grabbed by the hook is in this episode, right? Yeah. That was that was funny. The train, in a, you mean? Yeah, in a like mm-hmm. low budget horror kind of way. Mm-hmm. It felt like it's man. like that episode in season five. Chris Angel is a douchebag. Oh yeah, I guess. Um. Dean's fixing the car because it's all he can do. Yeah. And this There's time, a... instead of... We've had, like, previously, we've had the Impala as, like, Dean, where if Dean is sick, the Impala is smashed up or whatever. This mm-hmm. time, the Impala is it's more, closer to Sam. It's really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, this is the scene where Dean is on his back and, like, pressing the dented roof up with his ba- with his legs, um, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> where the screenshot comes from for the, uh, the hip flexors post, which is... Um, Cast fix putting Dean's body back together. Father, am I being called to make his hip flexors a little bit looser? Divine silence. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I think that is my divine mission here. <laughs> All right. And then a screenshot of this Dean upside down. Thanks for that. Uh, it is funny. It's like surely there's another way to undent a roof, but I guess that one works. We get, like, an upside-down camera angle with it that slowly turns around for basically no reason. Uh, but yeah, Bobby comes to talk with him, and he's like, well, should we try to do something? I was like, I'm, I'm putting putting feelers out. Um, and Dean's like, what are you looking for? And he says, yeah, I don't know, like, <laughs> miracles, mass visions, trench coat on a tortilla. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> it's also funny in that, like, they talk about like, how are we going to find this? And then it becomes immediately obvious in, like, the next scene. Well, they're expecting him to be, like, laying low. Yeah, but no. He does not lay low. He immediately starts killing people. And they're so yeah, mean we... about it for no reason. Literally, they're like, oh, no, Cass is killing people. You guys are serial killers. What's your problem? Mm-hmm. Like, personally, I don't believe well, in capital punishment. I don't think he should be killing people. Yeah. But at least he's killing people. I agree with what, why he's targeting them. Yeah, he also, he begins to, I, I, he begins to kill maybe too many people, I think I'll say, like, the targeted, the targeted murder, that's alright, I guess. I mean, he is God, so, presumably he could, uh, presumably he could have a lighter touch here, considering <laughs> there's, like, literally... Uh, considering he can do anything, basically, and it is interesting that though he has, like, unlimited power or whatever, the thing he chooses to do with it is, like, solely physical, like, it's murder and healing. Like, it's people's bodies. I find that interesting. You mean? Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, as opposed to their minds, or as opposed to, like, I don't know, something more intricate, like... Well, he know. believes in free will. He just thinks there should be consequences for making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. He's not going right, to take the that conce- choice away from them. He just wants to punish them for making the I wrong mean, one. D- d- I mean, death is the ultimate taking choice away from someone, though. Well, yeah, but they <laughs> made the choice that led them there. 
I'm not sure. saying he's right. But he's not giving them <laughs> he's not he could engineer a situation. He could like put them all on an island somewhere or whatever and like, okay, be better people. I'm God, I'm telling you this or whatever. Like Cass it's doesn't interesting. have that imagination. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very much like Cass doesn't know what to do. He do- like everything he's tried so far has not worked, so he's like, okay. Yeah, a person. If you disagree I know. with me, I will kill you. Which, fair. I've been there. <laughs> um, a person I know has been uh, reading a book called "Don't Shoot the Dog: The New Art of Teaching and Training," uh, which is an older book but has some interesting stuff in it that that they've been talking about. Um, and it the title comes from its list of methods for changing unwanted behavior, uh, which method one is called shoot the animal. This definitely works. You'll never have to deal with that particular behavior and that particular subject again, which is making <laughs> an ironic point of like, yeah, punishment doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want to stop the bad thing from happening, like that shouldn't be your goal. It should be like training the behavior away like rather than uh acting out of like anger and like a dominance war or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh cast does a lot of shooting the animal in this he does he does listen i've been having a lot of computer problems last week uh sometimes i do feel like it is easier Uh to shoot the animal aka reset the hard drive (laughs) Uh uh-huh Because then at least there's no more problems. Yeah. And I think, like, it's obvious that Cass is acting wildly out of character. Like, the Cass we know would never do this. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going mad with power. It almost feels like it's baked into being God to, like, become Hmm. control. Like... Would you say that absolute power corrupts absolutely? Yeah, like, it feels Mm -hmm. like that's the claim that they're, they're, like, going for. Like, it feels too simplistic to be their... Soul claim, but like it does seem like they're saying, like, oh, now that supernatural, simplistic, what? Yeah, I'm trying to dig out the the flesh of the simplicity. Come on, now this is Sarah Gamble era. It's simple, but also homophobic. (laughs) Well, speaking of which, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sarah Gamble, I'll let let y'all take this scene. So they don't actually say the word gay or homophobia or homosexual or anything it's just made clear that that's what they're talking about Mm because the guy the reverend says so-called lifestyle he mentions lady gaga um he says they're so-called weddings and then Cass says he shows up and says i'm utterly indifferent to sexual orientation um (laughs) i guess you can't say the word gay i don't whatever um he said, love is love. I see no difference. He did. He did say that. But he you says, can tell- only be indifferent to sexual orientation when you are also, like, possessed, almost. I mean, I feel like that part of him is true. It's just, like, he's going, he's, he's, uh, he's mad with power. That is, that is yeah. the trope that is, that is happening here. Listen, I'm... I'm not saying if I were to suddenly become God, I would be able to resist the temptation yeah, of murdering Hulk. Exactly. Absolute power like, I would, Absolutely. I, <laughs> I get it, Cass. I get it. None of us are strong enough to resist the temptation. Um, 
He also says, tell your flock where your genitals have been before you speak for yeah, me. Yeah, that's that's the part that I really don't like about this scene, yeah. is the implication that homophobes are secretly gay. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not the implication, the straightforward, like, trope. That's what's happening here. Like, he didn't it's have a to really be tired gay trope. to be homophobic. Like, that's not how things work. Yeah. It's left over from, like, the 80s and 90s, where, like, a lot of the most homophobic uh, senators who were, like, really anti-AIDS treatment ended up dying from AIDS. Well, actually, no, a lot of them didn't actually die because they were able to afford healthcare, but they ended up getting AIDS because they were secretly having sex with men, which I need to say is not the only way you can get AIDS, Mm -hmm. but it was the way. So that's where that trope comes from, and it's dumb. It should not have survived this long. I mean, you're right. It's also, like, happened in that... It, like, people like this who are very strongly devoted to their faith um, and who simultaneously are, like, quote-unquote tempted can double down and, like, are end up being this people, bleh, the people who speak most, like, uh, uh, fervently against mm-hmm. uh, homosexuality. Yeah. Like, it's... As a, it part, ha- of, it's, as a part of, like, a self like a uh, a repression thing. Yeah. It's overcompensating. Yeah, I recently watched the documentary um Pray Away, which is about Exodus, the um the the first like conversion therapy like camp uh that was entirely made up of like um entirely made up of Christians who had who who were gay, who or like bisexual had thoughts in that manner and so we're like, well, we're going to try to get rid of this in ourselves. Uh, it did not work. <laughs> the documentary is about how all of the people who, like, led that movement have, like, at this point, like, moved away from it and, like, deeply regret doing that. It's very interesting. Um, extremely emotionally heavy documentary. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a problematic trope to assume it in all cases, but mm-hmm. it's a trope because it's real. Yeah, it's like yeah, that think, that like, same trope of like though, you yes. know, like and yes. it, it, I think mm-hmm. some of the urge to overrepresent it stems from the urge, especially in Sarah Gamble's case, because she thinks gay people are funny, to use it as like a gotcha of like, oh, you think gay people are bad? Well, you're gay. How about that? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, why are you arguing on their terms though? You know? Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing as like the idea that um, people who are bullies are you know, in some way bullied themselves, which does happen, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, the overwhelming majority. People don't need an excuse to be homophobic. People are just homophobic. It's true. Like, there's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be any deeper than that. People are just hateful. Um, so I, like, I expect nothing less from Sarah Gamble than this, but it's still, like, a, really, this, like, this is, like, what is like this, 2012 this now? Yeah. <laughs> like, are we really doing this still? Anyway, Castile says a cool proverb and then he dies. Yeah. Where is it? Hold on, let me find it. He who lies in my name shall choke on his own false tongue and his poisonous words shall betray him. Is that a verse or is he making that up? I believe that's his new proverb. Um, I think it is a direct quote only from Supernatural, but it's similar to Proverbs 19.9, which is a false witness will yes. not go unpunished and he who speaks was, lies yes. shall perish. Yes. Castiel 12.13. The book of Castiel. 
Castiel 7 1. Castiel 7 2, and the KKK shall be eradicated. So true. Which also, when we get that, <laughs> dude like does a little shrug because I like, can't argue with that one, which is funny. Based. See, it's it's kind of funny, like how political this episode is. Yeah. <laughs> like how, like, especially considering how, like, libertarian, totally defiantly unpc Kripke era was. Mm -hmm. And now Sarah Gamble is opening up this episode with like, yeah, we're gonna kill racists, conservatives, homophobes, uh, new age thinkers, which is interesting to me, um, Scientology, etc. Like, she's just out of the gate. But also, <laughs> Sarah Gamble, so you're like, it's, it's, it's interesting how a show that started out mostly appealing to uh, cishet white conservative men in the military has done this. Yeah, and but also like it's not like he's unequivocally treated as correct for targeting these. Groups. Yeah, I was like, about to say Dingo's, there is. Oh, can't argue with that one about the KKK, but he wasn't like, mm -hmm. wow, thank God he killed that homophobe. Like you know. Yeah. The, yeah, it's, um, then, it's more of that, like, corn's, like, a little confused. He's but, like, oh, my God, yeah. I killed innocent people. And it's like, well, it was a Republican yeah. campaign office. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, the the idea is more like he is going too far <laughs> and not that these are good people. <laughs> oh, woke, woke lip Castiel goes too far. Summary of the episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Has to, has to be stopped by his his uh, politically grounded bestie angel friend. <laughs> oh boy. Um, also, we need to talk about the stained glass window. Oh my it's god, so I don't good. want to think about it's the stained so, glass. It's like window. my favorite shot of this episode. This the it that needs to be the 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 thumbnail for the Tumblr. It will be. It's so funny. So Cass you, has a moment yeah. where he looks at the stained glass window with Jesus, um, and then he is, like, as he's, like, feeling weak because of the whispers of the Leviathan, um, and so he, he, like, gets woozy and grabs the bench and burns it, and, like, as he walks away, Jesus is now Cass, complete with his trench coat and everything. Um, mm -hmm. It's hysterically funny. It's so funny. So it's cool. just a photo of Castiel that has had like a filter applied to mm -hmm. it and they put the the way that it looks so bad it looks like he's wearing sunglasses because uh -huh. they made the stained glass like uh they made chips of it over both of his eyes to hide the fact that he has like normal human eyes in a stained glass window which would look weird and so they just sort of covered it up i feel so sorry for the intern who tried their best making this look right it's so funny oh it's so bad it's like a really grainy photo too it looks amazing and i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it also looks like he has like a goatee no it looks like he has like a like puppet lines like his job yeah him. yes or or that because oh like they they were just they desperately trying to cover up his face but you can still see his like five o'clock shadow it looks great it's anyway so... and i love it the body looks fine. Like, the trench coat, like, they composed that well enough. His head does not work, and they knew that and tried to cover it up the best that they could. Yeah. Um, like, Jesus in a church? I don't think so. I was gonna say. <laughs> Castiel hates Jesus. Yep. You heard it here um, first, kids. Mm -hmm. 
And we get Sam in the basement uh, having his spooky red-tinted hell vision. Uh, Bobby <laughs> runs down the stairs to, to snap him out of it. Yeah, it's, like, yucky. There's, like, flesh on those meat hooks. Yep. Flesh and hair. Yeah. Poor this Sammy. scene is sad in this terms is a good of, Sam like... Season. Like, yeah. this is mm-hmm. the first season since, like, season two where I genuinely cared about Sam's plot lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, the stuff in the next episode is really good, I think. Um, yeah. I love it when Sam has problems. Mm-hmm. I think Sam this should have most... more problems. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, because, like, the show has been sympathetic towards people who were mentally ill before, but always still from, like, a kind of otherized position. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like we had... um. Was it just in the last episode or like a couple episodes ago? Uh, the HP Lovecraft, the guy who was uh, who was there yeah. when when um, when that whole thing happened, um, mm-hmm. and is like the lock you up if you say monsters are real, etc. Like the the show has empathy for people like that, but this is the first time that we're getting that we have like a point of view character who is going through it, mm-hmm. uh, and like we have the other characters reacting to him, but like we. It can see what he sees, and thus, like, it's less, like, othered, and, like, it's less mm-hmm. othered for us, and I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, Dean and, and Bobby still kind of alienate him, which I think yeah, traps. But, but, um, like, but the, the actual framing of the show yeah. shows us Sam's suffering. Um, so in that way, when, when Dean is, like, making comments, um, like, I think in the next episode... Uh, it's not actually Dean at that point, but he makes a comment. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck, Dean? And yeah. then when it was real, revealed that it wasn't Dean, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, sometimes they make like sanest comments. Uh, yeah, I think it's Bobby. They, it's they like you having a bag lady moment. Yeah. Like they don't know how to act. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, tracks. And it, it's also like, I feel like they probably figure they can, they can be a little bit more crass with Sam because they know him or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but the, the narrative, like, doesn't necessarily say that that's good. Yeah, I mean, they could show us Sam having these hallucinations not from his perspective. It would be cheaper to do that, mm-hmm. um, and thus, like, other him in that way. But, but, no, they give us, they give us his perspective. hmm Yeah, he's not just a shaking chihuahua. No. We understand why. Which like he's the protagonist, of course. If they're gonna do this, it's the it's the mm-hmm. in in the way that like no one matters but the boy, <laughs> but like our small group of characters here. Um, of course they're doing this when it's Sam, but I still I still like it. Yeah, I think considering how weird Sarah Gamble is about things in general, I think it could have been much worse. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we have a little little radio montage. Uh, motivational speakers. You said. Um, as we talked about, Dean's like, old cast wouldn't smite Madison Square Garden just to prove a point. He's off the deep end. I do want to point out, um, the woman from the homophobes church is saying like, yeah, we saw him on TV. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> he had a, uh, no beard, no robe. He was young and sexy. And we cut to Dean going to shut it off at that exact moment. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She does say he had a raincoat before he shuts off the TV, but yes. Yeah, but we cut to Dean on the and sexy line. Yeah. I, like, I watched that bit twice to make sure I wasn't imagining the timing. <laughs> it's, that part is so weird. What, are you it saying feels he's like, not you know sexy? how I, okay, no, he is I very sexy. I never say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But it's like, you know how in Doctor Who, where everyone, in, during Moffat's era, everyone is like, oh my god, the 11th Doctor, oh my god, and you're like, that's literally a guy. Like, that's how I feel about this. Uh-huh. But, like, I like it better <laughs> because I, I, I like Cass. Not to say that I don't like the 11th Doctor, but it feels it feels less... It's just ridiculous, is, is all it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's a joke. Like, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fact that it's a one-off thing, I think, is what makes me like it more. And also, he's incredibly sexy when he kills bad people. It's true. Um, Based in Caspild. <laughs> so yeah, they talk about how uh, Dean... Dean has really, um, in the way that, like, love is close to hate... Uh, Dean has, like, a, a switch has been flipped in Dean. Um, he's the most, like, he's not cast anymore. He's not a friend anymore. Like, the person we knew was gone. He's heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was betrayed. And then we skip to Crowley. Hi, Bestie. He's in a trailer. Hi, Bestie. Cheated on him. Don't want to be upset. <laughs> yeah. um, Crowley's cheated on watching. Him. Cheated on him with Crowley, of all people. Yeah. He doesn't Being even Crowley. have good taste in his adultery. <laughs> I know. Okay, but news. glass houses, though. Um, <laughs> Cass has healed uh, every leper in India. I love how Crowley goes, educate me, Lewitsky. Yes, I was about to say, he's like, here with us, health correspondent Rob Lewitsky, and then Crowley says that. It's very funny. Crowley is, like, extremely black-pilled. He's like, eh, it's over. I'm just gonna watch the news in this trailer. He's so funny. I love you, baby. I love when when he's like, okay, smite me, and like he like raises his arms like and like a cross pose. He does like a full body flinch, squinching up his little face. It's so funny. It's the funniest thing, Mark Shepard. I love you. Yeah. Also, when when Castiel shows up, he's like, "Hello, Crowley. You look stressed." And he's like, he's ah, become so sarcastic now that he's God. Uh huh. He thinks he's so funny, and he's right. Oh, also, Crowley, Crowley is, uh, there's, like, a, a close-up shot of, um, A, you can see the, like, anti-angel sigils in the, in, like, red on the windshield of the trailer, which I wonder what other people in this trailer park think about that. Uh, but yeah, also a there's, a, there's a close-up shot of, uh, Crowley's license plate, which says, in God we trust on it, which is funny. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, it's um, a good little visual Cass, gag. like, makes fun of the angel sigils because that's not gonna work on him. And yep. he goes, can't, Crowley goes, can't blame a girl for trying. I love you, gender oh, people. Um, great, like, needle drop here, too, with these boots are made for walking, right when Cash yeah. shows so up. So true! It's it's really good. It's a, it's, it's not, nothing will ever be on the level of Don't Fear the Reaper, but this is up there as far as, like, uh, good editing with the music. Yeah, Crowley says bollocks uh, just before the yeah. song ends, and then we cut to commercial. It's mwah. Yeah, right around, like, they'll walk on you or whatever the line is. Walk yeah. all over you. Yeah. Cut. It's like mwah. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. A plus to whoever did the editing on that. Pizza man. Pizza man. <laughs> Why you don't even know. You nope, don't even but know. but I think it's funny what you said, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Crowley makes another innuendo, of course. So, everything just happened. Is this, like, I guess Crowley, like, this is one of his many safe houses? Yeah. Because yeah. this is reminiscent of um, way earlier when they find him in that, like, crappy shack after he, after his, like, he's, like, left his rich house and is hiding from Lucifer. 
Yeah, this is probably... He probably got this originally when he was hiding from Lucifer. Yeah. And then he's like, well, it's already uh, sigiled against angels and archangels. It's about as best I can do. The entire... The, like, every inch... Uh, of this trailer has been covered in sigils like the washing machine there's one i can't tell if it's on the television or if it's just reflected in the television screen but like every like drawer and cabinet it's it's great the the refrigerator he's so paranoid he and bobby are perfect for each other uh-huh <laughs> um. uh the meat hook scene happens next mm -hmm. it's a chain oh it's just a chain okay right yeah, the chain scene happens next. next. The meat hooks, right, those are meat hooks earlier. Yeah. Um, I like they don't the, have the budget for that. There's, like, the weird, like, detail of the drywall starting to fall first, which is, like, has an interesting physicality. I like that. Mm-hmm. It is very interesting. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. We skip. I, like, I was just, like, sipping out. I wanted to talk about what they talk about in the scene. Uh, sorry. Brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about visuals as I was scrolling through the episode. Um, yeah, so 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 Cass doesn't kill him because he needs someone to run hell. Yeah. And there's a real interesting, like, real politic to this in that, like, it's not about, like, punishment or, like, the metaphysical need for this. Like, like I don't know, there needs to be a balance to for there to be a heaven, there must be a hell, etc., uh, he needs it as a threat to his enemies. It's his prison. It's like the king having a jail. Mm -hmm. yep. Do you want to end up like Lucifer? I didn't think yeah. so. It's it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Who are his enemies? That, like, he's all powerful now. Like, well, his I, enemies are presumably the Winchesters and anyone who stood with Raphael who'd refused to bow. Okay, this is the thing. This is what I'm wondering. Do... Did dead angels go to hell? Because I figured they just deleted. <laughs> okay, right, okay, right, okay, okay. <laughs> right, of course there's an answer for this. <laughs> I mean, I know about, I know, I, I know about what happens to him, but I don't know if that's normal for angels. Well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Yes. It's a surprise tool that will But with that being later. the case, it makes it even, it makes it even less sense. It makes it make I even don't... less sense. Yeah, I think it's just a throwaway line. I don't understand it, really. Maybe they um, hadn't decided yet if angels could go to hell. Probably. Presumably, it's like he could make them, he could send them to a cage in yeah. hell. Like Lucifer. It's also presumably where he's sending all the people he's killing. But, like, those aren't really his yeah. enemies. Like, if I, if I swat a fly, that fly isn't my enemy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he also has qualms with letting bad people into heaven. Yeah, exactly, so, but, like, he could have phrased it and be like, I need to keep, like, the people yeah. who deserve it or whatever, but no. He says, I need it as a threat to my enemies. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's it's an interesting line. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna let Crowley rule hell in exchange for controlling the flow of souls, which, again, souls being treated as, like, a natural resource here. There's a weird, like, installing the ruler of, like, a puppet state in exchange for their oil. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, it's also, it's like, if God doesn't control who goes to heaven and who goes to hell, who does? Who, what, like, who is Cass taking that power from? What metaphysical force determines, besides, you know, making deals with demons and, and like, being faithful or whatever, what decides? 
And if, if it's not God... <laughs> I get the sense that there were probably, like, rules that were set up that were kind of, like, automated, I guess, but Cass now wants more control. Yeah, he says he's choosing where yeah. the souls go and controlling the flow, so... It's, and Crowley's like, and obviously you're going to keep most of them. So it seems like previously there was a more fair arrangement and Cass is just taking advantage of that because you can rewrite it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, making it, he's lowering the bell curve. Making it easier to get into heaven. Again, what a, mm -hmm. what a woke lib. <laughs> Don't you know you have to work for what you, for your, your just rewards? You're supposed to he's like, basically, if you're stress. not a homophobe or a racist, you get to come to heaven, which is based. Uh, anyway, Crowley is like, I gather this is not a negotiation, and Castiel says no, and he's like, then I graciously accept, boss. He's so funny. I love you, Crowley. He's such a little, he's such a little coward. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love characters who will do anything to stay alive. He's a little weasel. Yeah, he's a little weasel. He's, this is why I like, uh, John Silver so much in Black Sails. Fair enough. Uh, we get a Dean Bobby Black scene Sales next, girlies. after the, after the, after the chain. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, Dean is still fixing the Impala. He's uh, in a Dean says, he says he's he got, should like, do it professionally. On. Yeah, He says yeah, he should say. fix cards professionally, yeah. yep. and then they never let him do that. Yep. Yeah. He did do a very good job. Um. He did. He does it, like, every other season. <laughs> we get more funny euphemisms for, for what's going on with Sam. Earlier, Bobby said cracked his gourd, now he says broke his damn pinata. Yep. At some point, I think it's in this uh, scene, uh, Dean refers to his testicles as uh, the daddy pills. Yes, he does. <laughs> That's my next note as well. Well, it's not quite my next note. Uh, Dean says he doesn't want to get his hopes up again, and like Sam is listening to this, oof. Yeah, oof. yeah. Uh, Dean also Your says- Your brother I... is mentally ill. Dean also says, I just pray to God it's true, and Bobby says we need to come up with a new saying for that. Dean, yeah. I don't know if Dean has ever said this before. Yeah, like it, like it's funny. It's just like, is this a thing that he didn't they used to believe say that God. often? Yeah, that's the thing. It's it it's here more for the setup for the joke. Yeah, it's okay. It's a good joke. I'll forgive it. Uh, but yeah, they're talking about how like uh Sam Sam is like he says he's okay, so I'm just gonna not think about that too hard. Uh, he's like, look at our lives, Bobby. How many more hits can we take? Yeah. Oof. Ugh. Um, but then he's like, if Sam says he's good, good. Bobby says, do you believe that? And Dean says, yeah. And then there's a beat and he says, no, you want to know why? Because we can never catch a break. Oh, and yes, this he's is so he tired of being pills. the main character. I'm not going to get my hopes up just to get kicked in the daddy pills again. Kripkeisms. Uh-huh. I guess now they're gambleisms, yeah, though. Yeah, She has taken the torch. Mm-hmm. People I want to put in a, in a Petri dish and study. Um, then they're like, wow, there must be a way for us to defeat him, and Bobby goes, unfortunately, I lost my god gun. Haha, <laughs> this show is uh -huh. <laughs> I hate it here, you guys. <laughs> like some kind of heavenly weapon, blah blah blah. Um. I love how they summon Crowley and not Balthazar. Oh wait, Balthazar's dead! <laughs> yes, yeah, I was about to say. I forgot Cass killed yeah, him! He's... They only got I Crowley I forgot Cass left. killed him again! I really love this scene is great. Um, Crowley's like, no, I I can't talk to you guys. I literally just made a deal and I was You're happy with that. You're gonna get me in trouble. You're gonna get me in trouble. Oh, dude says you're lucky we're not stabbing you in your scuzzy face. Uh, Sam's like, wait, what new boss? And Crowley says, Castiel, you giraffe. 
It's so good. It's like, he's everybody's boss. What do you think he's going to do if he finds out we've been conspiring? You do want to conspire, don't you? I love And Bobby says, so no, we just want to. We just want you to stand there and look pretty. And he goes, listening. Crabby moments. Crabby he's moments, like, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. That's what he does best. So yeah, they want to bind death. Like, go on. Yeah. And, and he's like, I, I, I don't know how to... You won't... First of all, you won't succeed. I don't know how to do it. I, and I can't tell you, even if I wanted to. And then later, the package comes sliding under the door. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. We had a little interlude here with um, Castiel uh, making a blind man see... Very biblical, mm -hmm. but uh, instead of seeing the light of God, he sees Castile's face melting. <laughs> yeah. Cass is re rewarding true acts of faith. Yeah. Those people say I'm wrathful, I only punish liars and those who forsake me. I am a just God. And then the guy is like, what's wrong with your face? Bro, what the yeah. fuck? And then we start hearing, let us out, let us out. <laughs> like one of those 2008 I, ringtones help i'm stuck in this dark pocket the, and i can't get out the 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 thing that's going through my head is that tumblr post that's like shwap 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 sound of my titties that she gets to sell <laughs> the bars of my minecraft jail let me out let me out it's me boy the leviathan you all seen that right Maybe. So? <laughs> it's burned into my brain forever. Speaking to you inside your brain. Leave the Winchesters. You don't need them. We'll can have cowboy fun times in space. I mean, that's what Lucifer is doing in the in the next. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just got little guys inside of their heads. Here, I have an extremely deep-fried version of this post that I, I found oh, someone posted on Reddit. Thanks, Tumblr user Kitfisto. <laughs> Incredible. I love canon Star Wars URLs. Um, yeah, so then we see Cass looking at himself in the mirror, and he opens his shirt, and the monster souls are, like, trying to punch their way out of his stomach. Um, he does look pregnant in this scene. He looks like the yeah. body horror version of pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, this is big alien moments, right? Of, like, yeah. pregnancy body horror. Like, uh, there's a thing inside you that isn't you that wants to get out. It's yeah. spooky. Yeah. It's, it's like a good It's also extremely visibly effect. just, like, hands pushing at something that isn't skin, but it's fine. Yeah. It's a good effect, though. It looks pretty good. It's it's spooky, yeah. It did its job. Um, so do they... we get to see Cass's titties when he, when he opens his shirt, or do we just get to see his tummy? Um, this is important. Uh, we mostly see Tommy. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, no, he doesn't open his, like, you can... No. You can see, like, his sternum, but not more than that, because he hasn't un... un he hasn't taken off his tie, so the top of his shirt is still closed, so it's like a triangle. Whore. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing the, like, uh, Tinder <laughs> ab, ab photo. <laughs> 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 God. Um, Please, grinder. Thank you. Both. I feel like it's the the, the dating app photo thing. You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm just making a joke because he's gay. <laughs> Fair enough. You're making a um, joke about him being gay? What are you, Sarah Gamble? <coughs> We've been here for an hour and we're only halfway through this episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so Crowley is like, you need an act of God crystallized forever. 
uh, which is is a fun riddle for like. To, to, but the thing Bobby solves this riddle immediately is like lightning as an act of God. Um, they need basically a crystal where lightning has struck sand at the right angle to that has like crystallized into the shape of lightning. That's fun. That's a fun magical mm-hmm. component. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do their classic breaking and entering thing into the like. <laughs> house of the people who i i love this also the modern version of uh of um like finding magical components is you just google them on the internet and see who bought them and then go break into their house and take them no no so true. yeah it's it's a good uh deflationary move in the way that supernatural often does when it comes to this sort of thing no epic quest no to find dungeon the delving no required du- yeah exactly yeah. Well, what is what is a rich person's house if not a modern dungeon? <laughs> so true. Um. Anyway, uh, they he Dean, gets caught. Yeah, he gets caught by the security guard, and he says, "You got any grape pun?" <laughs> Which is a reference to the the mustard commercial. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that mustard? <laughs> That's very Dean. Weird. I love it when you don't say anything. Yeah, he's like, Sam's like, seriously? And he's like, it's what popped into my head. Um, they do a fun little, uh, like, I don't want to hurt you moment. And the guard, the, the, it's right, sorry, sorry. They get the security guard, and then the the person, the owner of the house shows up um, who with a gun. And he's like, I don't want to hurt you. He's like, I'm the one with the firearm. And then we just cut, and it's them tied up. Mm-hmm. It was a very fun. Part. Also, they were just planning on doing this ritual in this guy's house. They had yeah. all the stuff with them. They were just gonna do it in this guy's That's house. Exactly my next note. It just says here. Why would you it's do a, it here? It's good. Like you wouldn't ambiance. just take the crystal and leave. It's a cool place to do the ritual. This is somebody's house. <laughs> You're gonna get the cops called on you. It is also like, really even, funny. Like, well, I feel like once they meet death and hear them talking about the fate of the world, it sort of goes beyond the cops. <laughs> Like, I don't know how the cops, I don't know how they're going to explain to the cops why the, like, why the foundation of their roof is cracked. <laughs> Foundation's the wrong term. You know what I mean. Cracks go all up the house when they summon death. But yeah, this yeah, is a big fancy cool. room with, like, nice, like, low lamplight and, like, fancy oak desks, etc. It's a, mm-hmm. maybe they did it in this environment because they thought that death might appreciate it more. <laughs> From a set perspective, I get it. Yeah. I'm just also, like... You, you guys didn't go somewhere a little more private? No. Um, they bind him successfully. He he looks extremely pissed about it. Um, mm-hmm. We see, like, his ethereal bindings and what is genuinely a pretty good, like, uh, uh, like CGI effect. Uh, yeah, it, it looks, looks neat. pretty cool. It, it, I don't know why, but it reminds me of Terry Pratchett. Okay. It just seems like something that would be in a Terry Pratchett thing. Because they're like they're like ethereal gold strings loosely wrapped around his his wrists. I don't know, I like it. Yeah, it could be in any fantasy thing to me, but but that's fair enough. I also haven't read Terry Pratchett, so <laughs> going solely off of vibes. You read Good Omens, yeah. which is one half Terry Pratchett. Yeah. I gotta make you read Mort at some point. Oh, I know. I have to read so much Terry Pratchett. I have. I'm gonna get a library card. Hell yeah, library, library card. card. Sorry. I don't read. Um, Having so fun death is, isn't hard. Death is mad. A library. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking that last night. Um, <laughs> Dean is like, we need you to kill God. And he goes, pardon? And Bobby says, kill God. You heard right. Your honor. Um, 
very funny when they like decide to try to be respectful. They're so scared so of bad him. At it. He goes, he's so scary. Dean goes, because we said so and we're the boss of you. I mean, respectfully. God, you guys. <laughs> right. Also, didn't Lucifer have to sacrifice like a whole town of people to bind death? Don't worry about it. He didn't read the secret spell. He didn't want to bother finding the lightning crystal. He didn't he didn't have the secret revelations. He didn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> I think Mark would have known I yeah, mean I know. Mike would have known how to use the internet. So I reject that one. But <laughs> But yeah, Dean so by the way, we skipped the best part of this scene, which is so Dean's like, uh I'm so first they bind him, Dean's like, I'm sorry, this isn't what it seems. Uh and she's like, You bound me. He's like, For good reason, okay, just hear us out. Um fried pickle chip, they're the best in the state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dean like, knows how to guy. appease death. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that easy to soothe me, you think? Meanwhile, though, when he breaks out, he does later go down and open up that the bag is the and first start thing eating the fried pickle chips. Yeah. Which, oh, that sounds really good. I want some fried pickle chips. I'm hungry. It's almost lunchtime. Um, <laughs> but, so when yeah, Cass, Cass shows, shows up. up. Yeah. He says you've erased any nostalgia I had for he you. He says... Dean. Sure well, you have. Sure. Mm-hmm. Also, before that, the, the first line he has when Dean's like, we gotta kill God, he shows up and he says, amazing. Amazing. He's feeling so betrayed. But yes, he says, you were raising the insults I had for you. Um, Dean, after being so respectful to death, then turns to Castiel and says, death is our bitch. Dean, he's right Yeah, I here. was like, maybe don't open with that. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he puts on his tough guy act, though. Because he could be a tough guy to Castiel, but not to death directly, I guess. Yeah, let me just shit talk death. Uh huh. Death goes annoying, little protozoa, aren't they? God, you look awfully like <laughs> yeah, a mutated the little, angel like, to me. Commiseration between death yep. and God because the Winchesters are just fucking annoying. Great. So true. Your vessel's melting. You're going to explode. Yeah, he says it really calmly, just like Wyatt did. It was great. Yeah. Mm hmm. I love you, death. He's great. I love every time death's on screen, I'm cheering. So true. Death is so good. Um. Yeah, so Leviathan Cass is like, that's fine. I'm fine. I can totally fix myself. Uh, this Cass, is fine. Yeah, this is fine as the house burns down around him. Um, but and this is where death is like. There's actually some some elder gods in there. <laughs> there are things much older than souls in purgatory, which is a fascinating sentence. He gulped those in too. Yeah, before God created angel and man, he made the first beasts. Yeah. Um, he was concerned they'd chomp the entire the petri dish. Mm -hmm. So he locked them away. Death on them amusing. Why did he make them? It's a little experiment. He made them. Yeah. He made Why them... do children make Play Doh people? You know what? Fair enough. Real um, uh, Victor Frankenstein moment. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. Oh shit. And locked them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've I have completed divine creation. Ah, oh, fuck. Ah, that's gross and scary. <laughs> yeah, but they're eating everything. What you did? Look at, Look it. at it. It has the munchies. <laughs> he calls Castile a stupid little soldier. And and then let's see what is it. Uh, Cass says, "Why? Because I dared open a door that he shut. Where is he? I did a service taking yeah. his place." Um. And service. Death says, service, setting petty, yeah. settling petty vendettas. And Cass says, no, I'm cleaning up one mess after another, selflessly. Quite the humanitarian. Which is so, yeah. Oh, this back and forth is so good. And how would you it's know? So what are you really, a fly swatter? Destined to swat you, I think. Oh, mwah. Oh, so true. 
Unless I take you first. Really bought his own press, this one. Please, Cass. I know God, and you, sir, are no God. He calls him Cass. He does. Yeah, I feel like everyone calls him Cass. Even the Leviathan Whispers have called him Cass at this point. Like, that's just his name now. Uh, Dean's like, uh, just, Dean's like, just kill him already. And he goes, all right, fine. And lifts his arms to do it. And then Castile just snaps his fingers and the ethereal chains shatter. It's oh, sick. It's delicious. And Death is like, oh. Death goes, okay. thank you. Shall we kickbox now? He's so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, oh, I love then... absolutely deadpan characters who are so funny. And then he knows, he's like, I had a tingle, I'd be reaping someone very, very soon. Dean backs away, he's like, oh, don't worry, not you. And then Castile gets out of there as he goes over to eat the pickle chips, and he goes, well, he was in a hurry. Uh, he knows what's going to happen in the next episode. <sighs> that senator scene we, talks about, we talked about happens next, there's a blood explosion. Cass continues insisting that he's putting other people's needs first. Um, which he is, but he also is demanding love and respect while he does it. So it's not like it's no. <laughs> purely humanitarian. Like, he wants to be needed. That's his whole thing. Mm -hmm. I love how grisly um, this scene is. Mm -hmm. Like, we it's get the bad. sense that, like, he's been smiting people more cleanly than this. Um, like, he makes that the pastor choke in his own tongue, which is, like, gross, but the, it's not a blood explosion everywhere. But these people just have, like, gashes all over them, like, their necks have been have been dashed. It's like like a swarm of knives burst out of him or something. Yeah, well, I think it's the, the Leviathan yeah. taking control for a hot second. Yeah. Let's see, what, what does he say? He says, I am not petty. I'm punishing a woman who causes poverty and despair in my name. I put your needs first. Don't you understand? Yep. All of you. I am a better God than my father. How can I make you understand? Mm -hmm. Make you And then really he starts laughing. When make I you understand, yeah. Yeah. Shoot the dog. Yep. It's, it's very, it, there's a very clean line between um, the man who would be king and this. Mm. Like, this is the same kind of psychology. Yeah. Like, everything would be okay if he would just let me do what I need to do. But, of course, what he needs to do is bad. Um, we get more of the spooky voices. He also starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, more, more chatting to death. Uh, every line death has is just, mwah. Mm-hmm. We warned you about those souls how long ago? Long enough to stop that fool. And here we are again with your little planet on the edge of immolation. Your little planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, the implication Dean says, maybe you should find somebody... Yeah. Dean says, maybe you should find somebody better to tip off, and Death says, maybe I should spend my effort on a better planet. Which is, again, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sam goes, we have to care a little like bit about what happens to us. Why should he, Sam? He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, the universe is vast. Death mm -hmm. has more things to kill. Um, Sam this is just making me think... protagonist. <laughs> Because it's death, this is just making me think of Sandman, and um, particularly the um, prequel comic, uh, Sandman Overture, uh, which takes place on an alien planet, and does the very fun thing of, like, uh, Sandman did this before, with, like, uh, a Dream showing up to cats as, like, a big cool cat, um, and other stuff like that, uh, but there's a, there's a bit where we see... Um, we see Dream in, like, a whole bunch of different forms based on how he appears to, like, different beings across the universe, and it's really cool. Nice. So, yeah, I like to imagine that death has many forms. So true. 
this is where death says that he can make another eclipse i want elaboration yeah, on he that just yesterday that. like <laughs> he's like moving celestial bodies around people are gonna notice that uh-huh shout out to the moon knight fans among us but yeah he's just casually moving astral bodies around that's no, no uh that's not gonna like mess with the tides or anything yeah, like it'll be fine. He knows how astronomers much astronomers aren't gonna like be losing their minds over this for the next hundred years. It's fine. Like we have calendars to track things. Yeah, this ruins like every like lunar calendar. Yeah, when are we gonna have like Perim now? Maybe he puts mm -hmm. it back. <laughs> okay. Look what you did, Death. You threw off Perim. <laughs> uh what happens next here? Dean and Sam talk. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they argue to... about why their cast is cast anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also about how Sam has been hiding his hallucinations because Dean, mm -hmm. uh, Death mentioned them. Yep. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because Death, yeah, Death, yeah, Death is like, he says something to Sam. One, one wall per customer. Right, right. Right. That was back at the beginning of the scene. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Sam's like, I know what's real and what's not. He's not going to know that in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um,. But yeah, Sam's like, I didn't tell you because, like, I thought, why burst the one good bubble you had left? It's under control, little buddy. Most certainly is not. Listen, I get it. I get not wanting to burden your friends with the mental shit you're going through. Mm -hmm. Friends and family. Um, <laughs> Dean says, you know how <laughs> Dean is going to deal by watching head die. Yeah, we got our first established canonical. Yep. The uh, fetishization of Asian women has graduated to hentai porn. That bothers me less, honestly. I don't know why exactly. It's less objectifying if it's cartoon characters, I guess, in my head. It's less focused on the fact that they're Asian. But a lot of hentai is also, like, weird, weirdly pedo stuff and, and, and sexual assault. Because yeah. they can get away with that sort Not of thing. Not a great writing decision. Nobody likes it. No. And then they fucking maintain it through the rest of the show. Yeah, it becomes like a running gag. All right. Yeah. By which I mean it makes people gag. <laughs> I prefer this to busty Asian beauties. Yeah, well, if that's where we're if, setting the bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a funny joke. Like, they could do neither of them. But if you're going to make the joke, this bothers me less, I guess. I want to know where the audio came from that is playing in the next scene when Sam walks in. It's a, it's a mystery lost to time, but it's funny that they had to find that, like, did they pay, did they, like, if that's real, like, A, either they faked that and, like, got voice actors to do it or whatever, or B, they actually took that audio from something, and, like, did they pay those, did they pay the, like, animation company for that? Like, I'm so curious. <laughs> what is the behind-the-scenes stuff I want to I'm choosing know. to believe they made Jensen do that. I don't know if Jensen's voice can go that high. <laughs> You don't know him like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Elaborate on that. No. <laughs> anyway, Sam goes out to Perry to cast. Yeah. And he shows up. He does. I heard your call. He does. I need, your hel I need help. He needs Ooh, help. He recognizes that he needs help. Mm -hmm. He went to his loved ones to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And then <sighs> Cass apologizes to dean he feels regret you feel regret he says i just wanted to make I amends before i die dean says okay cast tiniest little meow meow in the world goes is it working is it working 
Yeah. Dean he says, just wants to be forgiven. Does it make you feel better? No, you. Not a bit. Yeah. And this is where <sighs> Lucifer shows up. He's such a tiny little guy. He's like covered in not quite blood. <laughs> and actually, I guess he's covered in Republican blood. Um, and he's he's a mess. And he's like, is it working? Do you forgive me? Do you still like me? Circle, yes or no? I'm sorry I killed all these people. Are you still my friend? <laughs> oh, also shout out to Sam. He has the diamond buttons again. It's true. On his shirt. Um, Lucifer in Sam's hallucination says, long time no spooning. Yeah, this is where Lucifer shows up. Um, it's, it's, this is, this is setting it up for the next episode. Um, he's mm-hmm. such a dick. He is such a dick. Yeah, so he this is the this is the the conflict that is being set up here is uh Lucifer is gaslighting Sam about uh him still being in the cage. This is this is the the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing you that actually you got out of hell. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Adam and Michael are over making out in the corner. <laughs> um so Sam isn't in the 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 purgatory opening scene because he's being Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time when people yeah, use the word gaslight, they're out. misusing it because it became like a Twitter psychology buzzword. Yeah, this um, is literally this is, gaslighting. This is gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Um, so they open the gate to purgatory. Um, the shout out to the supernatural wiki for translating this Latin. Uh, he says the great door of purgatory was closed to us with its light held back from our eyes, but now we stand at the threshold of this great door and humbly, faithfully, very honorably, we prepare to open it. Terrible creatures whose hoof and teeth have never touched human flesh open its open its jaws to our world. Now the great door is open at last. Interesting. And uh, they do it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a Disney death for for Castiel before his real death next episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, he. Like did a little dramatic look back at Dean while he was the like the portal situation. Yeah, they do they do the same effect for the portal, I guess we should say, that they've done before with like the, the wall cracking and falling away to just like mm-hmm. blackness. It still looks good. It's it still cool. Mm-hmm. Um then yeah, Cass is like passed out and they're like he's not breathing and Dean goes, Maybe angels don't need to breathe. What <laughs> happened to not getting your hopes up, Dean? Cool. Mm-hmm. But he's fine. Yeah, then again he calls kind of. Cass child one more time. He's fine he for like away. a minute. He says that was unpleasant. I'm alive. I'm astonished. God, I love you, Castillo. Can you please have a moment? I'm ashamed. I really overreached. I'm, yeah, no shit, buddy. I'm gonna find some way to redeem myself to you. Dean's like, yeah, alright, one thing at a time. Specifically. Come on, let's go. Mm. He's like, I mean it. And then like, uh-oh, wait a second. No, you need to run. Psych. Oh, I guess he dies in this episode. Because he his body is exploded in the next episode, but the Leviathan well, Cass is Leviathan conscious, I think, because he but, no, because they say he he's gone, he's dead. We run the show oh, now. Oh yeah, I guess that wasn't his choice. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Cass just died. They take over his brain, and yeah, they rip. eated him. They munched him. His last word was "run." Then yeah, now he's dead. And we get some real like extremely Misha Collins doing the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. It's pretty good. He does like jerky head movements. Yeah, it is. It, it's uh, it's yeah. My last note. It's for this just. Episode it's is like acting. They should have. They, they. I'm so disappointed because when this happened, I was like, oh, okay. So this is how we have like Misha Collins playing the villain of the show, but it's not Castiel. All right, I'm fine with that. And then in the next episode, they like leave his body. 
They should have let Misha no, keep playing the Leviathan. He was doing a great job. They wanted him offset. Uh-huh. He was making too many homosexual decisions. <laughs> too many. Also, they needed decisions. to make dick jokes. They needed to make dick jokes desperately. Why? They that doesn't like mean this, anything to you. Okay. There's a severe lack of dick, show, dick jokes in this show. I'm just disappointed because, oh, like, none of the none of the Leviathans in the next episode are as good as Misha Collins playing the Joker here. Honestly, I don't think any. Like, I like Edgar. Edgar's cool, but like, I don't think any of the Leviathan actually like live up to the the unhingedness of Cass. Yeah, because they got a bunch Misha. of randos. I mean, I guess that's not true. A couple of these characters in the next episode are like longtime TV actors, but like, I don't know. They fucking killed Castiel, you guys. Can we... They're just guys. A moment of silence. I miss him. Yeah. We'll never <laughs> this see is him what, again. the third time they've killed him? <laughs> What's wrong with this show? Yes. Bye, Misha. I hope you have a good uh, acting Jason. career yeah. now that you've left Supernatural. Yeah. They hate to see a cast boss winning. So true. And that's the episode. It's okay. Yep. Like, we basically already talked about the major themes and, like, stuff in this one's gonna roll over right into the next one. I want to talk about the Leviathan mm-hmm. more, but we'll talk about that in the next one, because it's a Leviathan Yeah, episode. when we actually get them. Um, It's weird. It's like, they call them the Leviathan, but there's a bunch of Leviathans. It's a little bit, like, the, the plural is pluralization is confusing. This is also the show that says, that says Seraphs, or that uses Seraphim as a singular, so. Yeah, mm. and uh, Nephilim also pretends to be a single. Yeah. 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 The the show doesn't seem to know whether or not Leviathan is plural on its own or not. Well, that's because it's because it be sounds Leviathan. like it could be. Yeah, I thought well. at first, like I had to change a lot of the 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 um pluralization in my summary because at first I thought it was like a hive mind situation, but then I was like, wait, no, these are different creatures. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. In Jewish. I don't know, mythology, folklore, the Leviathan is the Leviathan, and there's like this one giant beast. Yeah. That is one. Leviathan's beast. a big old guy. Um, and I if you put into Google Translate Leviathanim, which is how you would pluralize that word in Hebrew, it just gives you whales. Um, because that is the kind of beast that it is. Yeah. So like it should be Leviathanim plural, but you know how supernatural is with pluralizing Hebrew. So it's just the Leviathan Badly. the way you have the deer. Yeah. Yeah. Leviathans sounds repetitive anyway, because the in sound kind of already denotes plurality. In my brain, at least. I guess, but the Leviathan is one guy. Well, yeah, in actual folklore. Yeah, which is what, like, they're they're just like, oh, we need to use a, a, a creature we haven't before. Ah, uh, it's Leviathan time. Even though people expect a big kaiju when we say that, now it's just going to be guys again because this is supernatural. God, wouldn't it be again. so cool if there was a kaiju in Supernatural? Yes, it would be! I want the Winchesters versus Mothra. Why would you ever be versus Mothra? Mothra's a defender of the Earth. <laughs> and the Winchesters are not. I guess. There's a... I actually gonna talk about... I think Mothra would be versus the Winchesters. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna talk about this now. In the next episode, I was very betrayed by Bobby, who says... who who makes a Mothra reference when it's, like, talking about the, the Leviathan being a big kaiju, and I'm like, Bobby, it would never be Mothra. Mothra would be on your side. Mothra would help you fight Leviathan. She's the defender of the Earth. The children <laughs> love Mothra. I'm sorry, Bobby, you betrayed you like this. <laughs> you are such a nerd. All right, so uh, actor facts. Um, where are they? 
Uh, the senator's aide dude who dies uh, was played by, sorry about this pronunciation, uh, Sachin Sahel, I think, who is Dr. Eric Jackson on The 100. Um, important character in that, I think. He's been in there for like 50 episodes, so that's cool, I guess, for any of you The 100 fans. I hear that show's alright. Um, the uh, shitty preacher was played by Fred Henderson, who was Ulan Hiviki in Gundam Seed and Todaka in Gundam Seed Destiny. Uh, he was also a random Homeland Security agent in Season 1 Phantom Traveler. Alright, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll talk about Episode 2. Hello, cruel world. Episode 2, Hello Cruel World, written by Ben Edlund and directed by Guy B, a name we haven't heard in a while. Uh, he directed Asylum, Family Matters, and Frontierland. Oh, wait, no, Just Family Matters is... Wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 uh, only three episodes of, of episodes that we've seen so far. Um, I guess, like, but, you're right. What I meant was, we haven't seen him very often. Yeah. All right. We begin right where we ended. Dean and Bobby are on the floor, but alive. The Leviathan is kind of falling apart and bleeding black blood. So uh, they they leave instead of killing Dean and Bobby for some reason. Uh, Lucifer is still trying to convince Sam none of this is real, but Dean snaps him out of it. Uh, the Leviathan bumbles their way into the municipal water supply and goes under, uh, and then creates a big old whirlpool right in time for the gang to show up, and black water rushes out. Uh, the black inky title screen makes sense now. Um... Cass's trench coat washes up on the shore, and they mourn him. He did. Uh, we then get a montage of people in town using the water to black water by the Doobie Brothers. Ha ha. We see it possess some people, uh, including a little girl and a dude named Edgar. Little girl has a name. I'm gonna, I call her Spooky Girl throughout my synopsis, and we'll continue to do that, because it's funny to me. Um, um, Sam gets woken up from another nightmare, uh, and they all chat. Sam tells Dean and Bobby about Lucifer saying this isn't real. Um... Also, uh, we see Spooky Girl Leviathan watching TV. She watches Dr. Sexy and also uh, the fact that an eclipse happened. Um, Dean and Bobby talk to talk about Dean's feelings regarding Cass, and Dean shrugs him off. Meanwhile, a swim team of teens get munched by a Leviathan. And, oh, hey, it's Sheriff Jody Mills uh, in the hospital. Uh, she meets a doctor. The boys prepare to go hunting. Dean has to go off by himself, though, because Bobby's busy and doing research and Sam isn't feeling well. Um, meanwhile, uh, the Leviathans talk to themselves, uh, Spooky Girl and Edgar on the swings. Uh, it's a fun scene. We'll talk about it. Uh, they're hungry, impatient, and also they have a boss who wants to keep them in line. Spooky Girl Leviathan goes to the hospital and meets that doctor, which she got that idea from watching Dr. Sexy, so she copies his body and eats him. Dean investigates the swim team murder while Dr. Leviathan takes a patient to go eat her, but uh, Jody follows. Dean tells Sam about the swim team murder, they're figuring stuff out about the Leviathans. Uh, apparently the Leviathans are kind of like Eve in how they like possess people's bodies. Um, there's lots of people in the show that possess people's bodies, but whatever. Jody finds Dr. Leviathan doing some malpractice, which is to say eating liver, uh, and tries to stop him, but <laughs> passes out and gets gaslit by Dr. Leviathan. Actually gaslit. I'm using that word correctly. Uh, and then she tries to get the hell out. Get, yeah. She, then she tries to get the hell out. 
Speaking of gaslighting, Lucifer keeps doing that to Sam while Bobby tries to comfort him. Jody calls Bobby for help, so he goes to help her, while the Leviathans converge the swim team and Edgar and the doctor to all eat some patience. Dean comes back to pick up Sam because he needs a hand looking after the car, apparently, while Bobby rescues Jody and goes to investigate the patient, Dr. Leviathanate. Dean then gets back, but wait, wasn't he in the car with Sam? Uh-oh, who's in the car with Sam? Not Dean, a.k.a. Lucifer, leads Sam to a warehouse that he thought was an office building full of Leviathans. Dr. Leviathan interrupts Bobby, he's investigating, and Bobby shoots him, but he has a scary face and bullets don't work good on him. Dean somehow manages to track down Sam uh, and comes to save him from Lucifer, but Sam points a gun at him. Drama occurs, Dean snaps him out of it, and they get a call from Bobby to come help him with the Leviathan situation. But they come home to find Bobby's house totally torched, ripped to their base. This this hit me as this this was rough. They look for Bobby mm-hmm. to find uh, Edgar the Leviathan instead. Dean shoots him, and as we already know, bullets don't work. He's very strong. But they're in a junkyard, and Dean drops a helpfully placed car and a crane on him. Um, Sam's out, though, and Dean's leg is broken, and they're in dire straits. Dean calls an ambulance for once, but uh-oh, they're being taken to the hospital full of Leviathans. And we end the episode on the one end of the car, Edgar, slowly recovering. This is a wild ending for a, a second episode of this of a season. Yeah. Yeah, a lot happens in the first two episodes of this season that I thought took longer to happen in my brain. But we all know how my brain is, so. But yeah. Yeah, lots happened. Lots happened, but also I don't have a lot of notes. because It all happens fly. very I actually fast. took really good notes this time. My first note is the trench coat, sad face. Yeah, the trench like washes up on the edge of the river. I mean, the reservoir, and Dean like folds it delicately in his hand. Yeah. He's holding it. He's cradling it. That's his friend. He doesn't even have a body to bury. He's fucking dead, and he doesn't even have a body left. He dissolved. He went bloop. He despawned. <laughs> You know that Tumblr post that's like, yeah, you forgot to put a name tag on your boyfriend and he despawned. Sorry. Yeah, Dean, you should have put a boyfriend that's on him. You should have put a name tag on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sad they didn't give the trench coat a hunter's funeral. It's okay. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, <laughs> I had to figure out what my what the context for my next note was, because it's just chicken gif. This is for Lucifer. Uh, it's an old, old Tumblr post. Okay. it's a It's an ancient, ancient sacred text someone one of our listeners will probably be able to find it send it in well moving on um so yeah we get this uh we get this montage we have a weird like bikini car wash situation i don't know if that was necessary is that a thing that happens in real life i've only ever seen it in tv actually no that's not true it wasn't a when i was in high school it wasn't a bikini car wash but the track team did a car wash the boys track team was it a shirtless car wash? But I've only ever seen it. Yeah. Okay. It's always it's it's always like teenage girls do fundraisers and they wear bikinis and do car yes. washes because men are creeps. Yes. But I've only ever seen it in TV, so I don't know if the boys track team at my high school got the idea from TV Probably. or what. But yeah. Join me for my side podcast, the the <laughs> historiography of <laughs> bikini car washes. But besides the the bikini car wash, I generally generally like this montage. It's fun, and I enjoy the uh, mm-hmm. the the on the nose choice of music. It's very good. Um, I was expecting more people to get blasted by the Blackwater. 
only happens yeah, twice. I guess they're more scattered. Like, we're only looking at a couple of them that landed nearby each other. I was wondering if we were going to get some real, like, exploitation horror and get, like, a full, like, cheerleading team of bikini teenagers getting blasted and turning into leviathans. That would be fucked up. No, instead it's just the swim instead, team. Yeah, instead of the swim team. <laughs> Which they skip us seeing them getting corrupted. They should have had a big, like, they should have had the pool turn into a horrible black water. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Um... <sighs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to the transcript. It calls Lucifer Halucifer. Halucifer! Uh, I love you so much. Who wrote this That's transcript? That's a really Hold funny on. joke. It says who wrote it somewhere, right? Usually the at the bottom transcript. it says, but not this one. Why does... Like two ships passing in the night. Why does Lucifer call him Adam Man? Up and Adam, Adam Man. Yeah, why is he calling Adam Man? Oh wait, Adam I can Man? see who made edits on the page. Adam Man is an old, uh, yeah, an old. Cartoon. I know who Adam Man is. It's... He's a Nazi that Superman fights. Zebra three six three. Not him. There's an like an ant. It's uh, hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, it's a different reference. It's a different Adam Man. Yeah, and his 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 uh, his like theme song is up and Adam Adam Man. Okay. Um, I think it's Adam Ant. Adam Ant. There we go. Yep. Thank you. Because I knew he was an ant. Yeah, right. the catchphrase was up and Adam, Adam Ant. Yeah. I couldn't marry those two memories in my brain. But yeah. Come on, Ben Edlund. You're but a comics not... guy. You should know that Adam Man is a different dude. It's true. <laughs> like, why is he calling Sam a Nazi? He just needs to get up. Yeah. Anyway, he gets up. There's, like, there's um, an effect here where... Lucifer and Dean both say Sammy at the same time, and, like, their voices yeah. blend. Mwah. Oh, mwah. <laughs> and then D Dean passes Sam water and a power bar and goes, hydrate and a proteinate. He's such a loser. So true. Sam goes, breakfast in bed. Dean goes, don't get used to it. It's a cute little exchange. <laughs> they love each other. They're brothers. Yep. Dean looks at his hand. I forget how he got this hand wound. It's been like three weeks. Because he, he fell on, on the glass. glass. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, "Eh, you'll live." Meanwhile, Lucifer is like, "Oh, he wants to hold your little hand." Lucifer's mm -hmm. a freak. He's such an asshole. He is a little freak. Speaking of being a freak, Dean just pours whiskey on the wounds. They're. You guys can just get like. Actual You're in a house. At a yeah, you could go get the disinfectant from the medicine cabinet. Yeah, I'm sure Bobby has hydrogen peroxide somewhere. This is anyway. where Bobby says, ain't gonna, ain't, ain't about going Mothra down Main Street. Yeah. Then Dean says, how are you doing? Do not say okay. Sam says, I'm not okay. I knew he was an MCR boy. Um, so Sam, this is where Sam talks about, like, uh, Lucifer's trying to, I keep thinking I'm still in hell, basically. Um, Dean's like... Uh, why would the devil holodeck you a whole new life when you could just kick your ass? When you could just kick your ass all over the cage? Um, they do. It's they true. do a fun like Sam's like because he says, and then they both talk at the same time. You can't torture someone who has nothing left for you to take away. Yeah. And Lucifer's like very good. Oh, Sammy. Mm -hmm. And Dean's like, yeah, but here though, this is what it looks like. And Lucifer says it had to be a mess, Sam, or you wouldn't believe it was your life. Wow. It's, it's like, true. are you seeing really him right now? Line. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. It's good, yeah. This is a good mm -hmm. episode. Sam nods, and Dean's like, you know, he's not real, right? And Sam says, he says the same thing about you. Wah. Sammy. It's my little guy. 
Um, then we see spooky girl Annie watching TV, right? She sees an ad for Bigger Sins, and she sees Dr. Sexy. That's a surprise tool that will help us later. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Um, Sexy will become plot important in this episode. That's not what I'm talking <laughs> no, about, not. Bestie, but yes. Then, um, okay. So somebody on Dr. Sexy is like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot being head surgeon means you cut into whatever body you want and take whatever organ pleases you. Um, and Annie's and this like, Leviathan mm. is like, ooh, that sounds great. <laughs> I'm gonna go be a doctor. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. It's great because like these guys don't know anything about humanity. They were locked away before humans were even invented. And also, she's so, specifically mm-hmm. in like a little kid who doesn't really know yeah. much anyway. Yeah, they get the memories of the people they eat, but and this one's grumpy because she's like, "Well, this little Annie girl doesn't know anything. She doesn't know anything. From. Gross. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, the only interaction with other." like non-leviathan that they've had is in purgatory yep. also i want to point out dr so sexy's response to that line is well doctor i'm sorry you're so forgetful <laughs> this is a terrible show it's great did you steal her brain dr sexy also the other doctor's name is dr meganopolis <laughs> dr cheyenne meganopolis i love i love fake shows anyway sam is uh ritualistically cleaning his gun uh. Um. Oh, that's how Dean found him. Yeah, because Dean he turned, turned his on GPS. GPS on, I forgot yeah. about that. Slash, I think I missed this, that when I was watching the episode. All right, you know what? Everything makes sense perfectly. Uh, he knows that boy. Yeah, I'm sorry for ever doubting you, Ben Edlund. Airtight. As always. Um. Okay, so yeah, they Bo- <laughs> Dean and Bobby talking about Sam behind his back. Um. And then Bobby's also like, okay, how are you, though? Your friend just died, and Dean doesn't want to talk about it. Naturally. Um, and he, Bobby's like, of course, anytime you want to decide that's utter horse crap, I'll be right here where I always am. Yeah. Which, oh, man. I don't know whether Bobby's still alive. We don't know. I assume he is, but if he's not, that's really sad. Mm. One of the best but. friends you ever had. Also, Bobby pretty <sighs> recently lost Rufus, so, like, it's been yep. there. Yep. Dean says, what, you want to do couples yoga or you want to get back to hunting the big bads? Bobby says, shut up, Bidget. Uh, we get the swim team being bros, which is to say uh, some toxic masculinity is happening. Up yours, Manny. I still got .06 on your time. Uh, oh, it was the showers that blasted them, not the pool. Still, some some like black shower water would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Them see them in the shower. You, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind Just shoot the them from the waist them. up. I love how the one just jumps on top of the lockers. Yeah. Like, like he's in fucking... Yeah. Freak. It's great. The Leviathan's a little freaks. Little freak. I, I like the way they move, though, because they're not used to being in human bodies. So, like, of course, they, mm-hmm. they hop around like little freaks. Later, when Dean checks out this crime scene, there's, like... It's, like, smashed to shit. Like, there's, like, lockers have fallen over. There's blood everywhere. It's real nasty. We <laughs> there's a There's some funny stuff there that we'll talk about, but... um. In the meantime, uh, we cut to the we cut to Jody in the hospital for some reason. She just she's, happens she's to be here. She's had appendicitis. Right, right. So, like yeah, in other words, she just went through something surgical, so she's not at top form, but just like she's fine, she's going to be fine. I think it's a yeah. really good reason to have her in the hospital. Good. Yeah, no, it's true. It's just like, oh hi. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It's the show. I saw Kim Rhodes' name at the bottom, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's the show actually using one of its characters. That we've met before. What a what a surprise! Mm-hmm. And she lives. Yeah, 
Yeah, she doesn't get the supernatural uh, uh, second appearance of a minor character death occurrence that happens so often. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We'll see how many more appearances she survives. Smiley face. (laughs) Uh, This other patient that's here for um, foot surgery, um, she has a name. The the transcript calls her patient one. Her name is um, uh, Mrs. Hackett. Yeah, she is allowed to say the word vagina because it's in a medical context. It's true. Thank you, Ben Edwin, for making sure that vaginas were canon in the supernatural universe. Uh, anyway, she's talking, she's, she's telling a story about <coughs> how someone had three sponges and a set of clamps sewn inside them. You can't trust these people. Uh, and then the doctor shows up, she's like, oh, hello, doctor. It's so funny. Unfortunately, in this case, she's right. Yeah. Well, at this point, the doctor is not yet a Leviathan. Yes, but, like, she will become right. She will unfortunately die. She will unfortunately die Mm -hmm. from having her liver taken out and eaten. (laughs) Yeah. He is very nice. Yes. He says, uh, we put you on some fun painkillers. And Jody's like, ooh, painkillers, drug, legal. This is such. (laughs) Legal drug. This is such small town vibes. Extremely, extremely. And then <laughs> Mrs. Hackett is like, charming, isn't he? Did you know a study showed three quarters of doctors cheat on their exams? Three quarters. Okay, okay. Like, yes, doctors make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Doctors' mistakes are just tend to be blown up because they are more. They have more serious consequences. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they they do. Like, it's true. Doctors should be careful when they're doing their job, but like, human error. So should electricians. So, yeah. So should anyone doing dangerous work. The thing is, is, if an electrician screws up, usually it's them who's dead. Whereas if a doctor screws up, they're fine. Yeah. Um, Unless they're Doctor Strange. The one thing about this episode, I think this <laughs> is a good episode, um, but uh, it's uh, it's a little bit... Hmm. The investigation feels kind of wheel-spinny. Um... We get a lot of stuff with these Leviathans, and that's fun, but it kind of makes the boys investigating it feel kind of, like, pat and unnecessary, because it's like they're so far behind mm-hmm. where we are as the audience. Like, it takes them so yeah, long. Yeah, it's like we already know all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it takes them so long to come to the realization um, of what's happened. And it's not even really in the fun, like, Columbo way of, like, you know, the murderer, and it's fun to see them find the clues. Like, the clues aren't all that interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's like, they're, they're monsters. We yeah. get it. They like, eat yes, people. you find the, find the body, it's like, oh, it's liver's, liver's missing. But, like, normally it feels like the, the amount of time it takes them to make the discovery would have happened in the first ten minutes, whereas it takes them, like, half an hour. They only mm-hmm. find out in, like, the final, final ten minutes of the show. It's fine, it's just, like, the, the, the show is to focus more on like a jody's b plot and uh b like the sam stuff which is fine like Mm -hmm. that's just a a mild criticism of this episode yeah they're trying to do a lot and and in some in some places it falls a little flat yeah and like i get it in that like you need to you need to connect scenes a and b like you need to have the characters figuring out where they're supposed to go next it's just like Mm -hmm. i don't know it dragged a little bit here and there yep lot of characters talking about going places and doing things and it's like okay we can come on come on chop chop speed speed up a little bit (laughs) um oh yeah and then we get the scene of the two leviathans on the uh 
on the swing, and yes, they do say their names, Edgar and Annie. Sorry. <laughs> going I going back to the scene where Dean oh. is at the the scene of the crime with the swim team. Oh, that's not that that's One not that doesn't happen yet. That doesn't happen yet. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good. Cuz I I thought we That's what I was talking it. about of like that scene isn't until like 27 minutes into the episode or something. Yeah, it's after Okay, so Edgar and Annie talk and then Annie possesses mm-hmm. Dr. Gaines and then we see Dean find the crime scene with the swim team that happened 3 seasons 3 scenes ago. <laughs> 3 seasons ago. It was that long ago. <laughs> okay, it's only 18 okay. minutes into the episode. It's not that long, but it felt it felt like it took a while. Um so yeah, they like we already kind of talked about this conversation, but they're like, "Ugh, I don't know anything." Uh, and this guy's like, "This one, Edgar, he worked on something called the Demolitions Crew. Watching things blow up is apparently very satisfying." It's true. They haven't been on Earth in a gazillion, gazillion years. Um, she's like, "We're hungry." Edgar's like, "Yes, about that." She's like, "I'm sorry." He says, "Sorry, they ate the swim team." Like I said, hungry. That's no excuse. Just get them in line. For God's sake, it made the papers. It's so interesting, like, him using human slang. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The boss, honestly, he just wants to hear it taken care of. I want to know who the boss is. Who's the head Leviathan? Smiley face. Yeah. I hope it's an interesting character, not just another white guy. <laughs> another. By, right, you, know the, you know the reputation yeah. of this season, don't you? By white guy, I, I mean, like, um, uh, character creation option one in a video game. <laughs> Type white guy. Nathan Drake ass white guy. Uh, most generically designed. I have designed. bad news. Okay, I have great. really bad news for you, Wyatt. Great, 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 great. <laughs> Just, you, the show knows how to hire interesting character actors that can do fun characters and are cool to look at. Like, death is here. See, I think it kind of, kind of, kind of works. Okay. We'll talk about it later. I don't even, like, like, I'm not even mad about Lucifer in that, like, I feel like his actor does a good job. He's just, like, kind of boring to look at. Yeah. We will talk about him, the other guy. Anyway, um, spooky little girl shows up. Uh, to possess Dr. Gaines, or not possess him. She touches him, transforms into him, and then eats him, which is scarier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't possess bodies, they mimic people after eating them. Well, they do possess the bodies, though. The black black sludge made them take over the bodies. That's true. They just can also transform themselves. So, okay, so that makes me wonder, like, what happened to Annie? Probably because she probably got the, her soul, her, her brain soul consciousness eaten by the Leviathan that took over her body the same way Cass got his. Yeah. They just consume. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. Metaphysical and physical alike. Um, spooky, spooky girl Annie Leviathan says, I want to be a surgeon when I grow up. I w- and I want to grow up now. Which is really funny. Extremely like B movie horror monster dialogue in a way that made me crack up. It's so like Ben Edlin knows what he's so doing funny. here. Yes. Like okay, fine. If you're not if you're not gonna have them be genuinely scary, have them be kind of goofy. I'm fine with that. It's canon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. I I also love how characters in TV shows and movies will call children they don't know little girl. Yeah, little like what's boy. up with that? Like that you just seems so rude that. to me. Yeah, you could just say hello. Like, you don't have yeah. to call them something. Because it just seems rude. Yeah. Uh, and now we meet... Now we meet the character that I think you were going to talk about, Ash. Hmm? Or are we going to talk about something different in this uh, crime scene? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I literally wrote, is this fucking criminal minds? Yeah. 
This character from a different TV show is here at this crime scene. Yeah! Dean has just walked in on an episode of Criminal Minds. Let's see, what does he say? Hold on. He, say, he says, uh, <laughs> um, we just got a whole bunch of NC-17 shiznickel right over there. God. It's so... Like, it's gotta be. It's gotta be a dig at Criminal Minds. Probably. I was wondering if this guy, um was a like cameo from a different show but he's not he's not he really has a really much. strong character voice for a one-off he has one. he has really strong character voice and like i don't know he's got a he's he's got a i don't I've know how to describe seen... it he's got like a memorable face i'm like do i know this guy from somewhere he has like high cheekbones and like really thick eyebrows in a way that maybe yeah he he would be the token yeah, exactly. character of color in a schlocky crime show oh he's in the boys like... he's in an episode of the boys that's fine. Hold on. Is Ice-T in the in Criminal Minds or is he in NCIS? Oh, I don't know. There's a character, I think, in Criminal Minds that reminds me a lot. Alex's mom watches Criminal Minds, so I sometimes see people, and I think the, one of the characters in Criminal Minds reminds me of this guy. I believe it. Um, yeah, he was in a couple episodes oh, of Fringe, and um, three episodes of The Expanse, and one episode of The Boys. Ice-T is in Law & Order, I'm sorry. Mm. Put this guy in more things. He's fun. He has yeah. one line, but he sells it. He does. Also, this is a peak like era of people like using goofy substitutes for shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, haven't they said it's shit really... in the show before? No, they're not allowed to say oh, shit. Oh, I thought they just weren't allowed to say fuck. No, they're not allowed to say either. All right. This is only NC-14. We get blood explosions, but characters aren't allowed to say shit. All right. Mm-hmm. Me when I explode into blood and you say, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Nicole. Uh, H-E double hockey sticks. Um, cut. God, could you imagine if the show couldn't say hell? That'd be very funny. He got sent Send to right to heck. Down Under. Down, down Under. under. <laughs> Alright. Uh, cut back to Jody, um, who sees the spooky stuff happening of the doctor. The doc <laughs> so, um, Dr. Leviathan says, I'm Dr. Sexy. Your surgery is what I say it is. And Jody's like, huh, it's that's weird. It's so funny. It's literally so funny. So she follows. Then we get another Sam Lucifer scene. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's Dean talking to him on the phone while like Lucifer is in the background uh, reading the newspaper. I do like the idea that Lucifer is just kind of reacting to like current events in the human world because he's been out of the loop. He's been stuck in a cage. I mean, is this Lucifer? It's Sam's projection of Lucifer. So Right. Smiley face. Like he's he's imagining what Lucifer. Yeah, it's unsure. It's 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 unclear whether or not this is Lucifer leaking through the cracks, or if this is Sam hallucinating yeah. Lucifer. Because like obviously Sam is not still in the cage. We as the audience know that. Yeah. Um. But the degree to which Lucifer is actually real is uh the thing that we don't know. It'd be very funny if there was a like um. Uh, Sam's still in the cage theory to explain why season six was so, like, messy. <laughs> Actually, he was hallucinating everything. None of this really happened. <laughs> when they, uh, went back into the real universe in the French Mistake, they accidentally went to one to the left. Uh, Actually, all of this has been fake since Sam got stabbed in season two. Damn. This is the, this is the ashes in a coma <laughs> theory of Supernatural. Yeah. Ash who? Evil Dead? No, Pokemon Ash. There's a there's a there's a stupid edgy like oh, like yeah. Reddit theory about how in episode one 
of Pokemon, Ash gets like electrocuted, um, I think, and is like, oh, he's actually been in a coma since then, and he hallucinated. Like the rest of the show is, it's stupid. It doesn't matter. It's just one of it those. It is stupid. It's you live in a, a universe where mice can electrocute you. Shut up. Well, that's the question. Like, can they? Actually yeah. Do that? <laughs> Doesn't he get electrocuted by Pikachu? No, I think I don't remember. I think it's a. I think he gets hurt in a mundane way, and it's like, oh, Pokemon aren't real. He's hallucinating them or whatever. It's stupid. We don't need that's to talk about this. It's just like be. that's my. I'm making a joke, like bad fan theory. Yeah. Reference yep. is the yep. only point I'm bringing this up. Anyway, um, mm -hmm. Dean's like, "Hey, are you okay?" And Sam's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And uh, <laughs> Lucifer's like, "I'm having a great day." <laughs> He's such an asshole. It's great. I almost wish this is like it happened earlier or something, even though it doesn't make sense because it's only happening because he's in the cage. But like, um, if Lucifer was just haunting Sam for like a bunch of season five, I think that would have been fun. Mm. Well, we got the mm -hmm. excellent "This is your life" scene, so like yeah. this is just a continue um, continuation of that kind of vibe. It's true. I just like when villains are around and like can shit talk you. Yeah, <laughs> they can be the PS Five. <laughs> it's true. Um, anyway, like I said, uh, uh, Jody passes out because she is, her appendix got taken out. Um, it's unfortunate. I thought she would get to do something cool and save this lady, but instead she just falls over and then gets gaslit, but is like, I don't know, I, I'm not, this is unsuccessful gaslighting. I'm getting the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. She knows what she saw. Yep. She's, She's not says, getting kiss my ass, monster, Dr. Monster Face. <laughs> so true, Queen. She's gatekeeping gaslighting because she's a girl boss. Yep. So yep. true. <laughs> they hate to see a girl boss winning. Um, get another Sam Lucifer scene. Lucifer is now like play like fake playing golf with I think it's a fire poker. Yeah, it's a fire poker, which he then later stabs Bobby. Right, with. right, yes. Um, and uh, he's like, "Why would I end this? It's not like we got HBO in the pit." All I got is you floating over the coals with half a, half a hope that you're going to figure it all out. It ends when you can't take it anymore. I think that's maybe why we're <gasps> cleaning our guns. We're cleaning our guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bobby's like, hey, you want a drink? It gives him a beer. Lucifer is a manifestation of Sam's suicidal ideation. Yeah. Or his trauma, anyway, like, in, in mm -hmm. whatever way it manifests. Um, yeah, Bobby tries to comfort him. He's like, we beat the devil before. You'll get a handle on this. You're not in hell. You're here with us, he says, as Lucifer is like, ha-ha, stabby-stabby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the poker sticking through him, he's like, you hear me, Sam? It's good. Mm-hmm. Poor Sam. He's having such a bad day. Yeah. Jody calls Bobby. He's having such a bad seven years. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's had a bad day since Dean came to pick him up in episode one. Yeah. Um, Jody calls Bobby, and then the show has to remind us who she is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jody, Jody Mills from from a couple seasons ago. Has it been that long? Wow. I think so. Was she I in guess season so, six? Yeah. She was in. No, she was in. She was in season five. Yeah, it was just season. Five. Oh no! Wait, she or was, was in Weekend of Bobby's briefly. Oh well, yeah. She was in it. Yeah. Yeah, but before that, we yeah we she she was with the FBI agent when Night they were the when Dead. they were looking for Rufus. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, she was the she was like she helped Bobby get away a little bit, but she yeah, was only in queen. there briefly. 
Yeah, we've only had her in two episodes before this. So it's just yeah. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid and Weekend at Bobby's. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess this is actually her third uh, reappearance. So she's really pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, <laughs> she's then, like, Bobby, so... come give me a hand. Uh, go on. Uh, she like calls for help, right? And the call ends and Bobby goes, well, either Sheriff Mills is having an Obamacare-insured opium <laughs> right. or something's eating people. <laughs> Obamacare. So Obama is real in the supernatural universe. Yeah. Hold that thought for a little while. They, they, the, the Obama's been real. Listen, it's almost 2012. He's been elected for four years. Yeah, but there's no guarantee that the president matches in universe, so you're just going to have to wait. Right, see. but back in 2008... They made a. I remember us talking about this. Oh, okay. um, there was a. There was a joke about the new administration. It was like a new, more caring administration. Yeah, but if it doesn't say the name, then I'm not counting it because obviously it's sure. been a presidential election either way. We're in America. Right, but it's referencing but it's the zeit. It's Obama referencing the zeitgeist of 2008 and and like the headiness yeah. around Obama's election after having so much Bush, et cetera, et cetera. But now yeah. we can confirm this is officially this Obama season is era. when supernatural. Sorry, what I'm just saying we like officially Obama specifically exists. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the season when supernatural officially disembarks from the real world as far as politics is concerned. Okay, that's why I'm pointing out now that Obama exists because soon other things will complicate <laughs> soon certain. Things. Soon he will not exist. Is Obama not gonna get <laughs> gonna in the supernatural universe. It's laying <laughs> out what happened in the presidency politics because it gets weird. So okay, hold your hat. It gets it gets weird. Great. I hope we get a Leviathan. If I had a nickel, I hope we get a Leviathan president. That's the that's the that's the uh, called shot I'm making. Speaking of Leviathans, uh, they're they're they found this hospital and are delighted. <laughs> they're all yeah. They're like, oh my god, free. They're food. all converging, like yeah, free food. We got another like uh, uh we that spooky nurse episode also. Uh, that was a mental hospital, but still. The the monsters thinking hospitals are places where free food exists. It's a thing that we've seen in the show before. Mm -hmm. Also directed by Guy B. If you mean Asylum. Wait, it wasn't. That asylum. No. It wasn't that, that was the it spooky was the ghost the, asylum. The, the it was the one where the one with the oh. race. Yeah. Okay. Was that yeah, I mean the one where D where Sam and Dean pretended to be oh yeah way more mentally crazy. ill okay. and fought that nurse who was right, who right. was uh, eating people, who was like a mosquito lady or whatever. I forget what monster she was actually supposed to be. <laughs> she was a she was, yeah she was a race. Oh. Woman. Now that yeah. I've remembered the episode, she had the wrist spike that they like broke off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is why I called her a mosquito lady. <laughs> Got her wrist, per, wrist proboscis. Anyway, um, yeah, so we have like uh, uh, a bunch of living patients of their vocal cords severed, and then the, the Leviathans it's go to not town. Patients, and I think chomp it's people down. who work at the hospital. They're replacing no. them. Yeah, one was a oh, nurse okay. and the other was like a staffing manager. That's weird. It would make more sense if they were patients. Well, first they have to get the people. They're, no, they're, they're working this there. Way they have entry. In oh, the they're hospital. copying their bodies. Okay, I thought they were chomp. I thought they mm -hmm. were. They were. Uh, and then they, I guess yeah. they copy their bodies and then eat them. There is. Yes. 
There's like yeah, a they're establishing, they're infiltrating. Yes, we didn't, we don't get the payoff on that because it's going to be next episode, I guess. So I wasn't entirely clear what was happening there. Yeah, so now we've established that the the Leviathans have the hospital. Yeah, the swim team switches over to be uh, hospital yep. staff members. Um, also, Edgar says, uh, "Boys, you're off the swim team. It's time to pursue a career in medicine." Right, right, right. So I good. see, I see. I missed that. Okay. I watched this very late at night. I was very tired. You're valid. Um, I just finished fighting a bunch of goblins in Pathfinder. Um, oh. Next we see Sam. Wait, wait, wait. I wa sorry. I wanted to... Because Edgar... This is where Edgar's like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stay. Uh, and Dr. Gaines is like, you want to mm -hmm. stay? I'd love to grab us a good anesthesiologist. I love that these leviathans are cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. They are so funny. They've been on Earth for like... 10 hours and already they're like <laughs> ha, 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 we're evil <laughs> oh it's so easy when you're evil all right um so next we next twirling we my mustache next we see sam cleaning his guns out again and like timing himself yeah. so my notes just say sam get a hobby like of course you have depression your, well, your only hobby is so playing with a gun true. Pick up crochet. I want, I want to see him draw enriched. again. I want us. I want the show to make a decision about whether Sam is a good or bad artist. <laughs> um. So so rude fake Dean shows up here. Uh, it's like calls him bonkers as as we discussed earlier. This is funny because this is Hallucifer making this joke. He's like, "Don't let Satan change my car presets." Yeah, it's so funny. Lucifer's like, I am so like, funny. I know I how to play so Dean. good at impersonating Maybe Dean. Maybe he's so good at impersonating Dean, though, because this is just a, a this is a literal just hallucination, and it's Sam imagining Lucifer pretending to be Dean. I don't know. It's all. It's all. I the feel layers. like it's. It makes more sense if it is literally Lucifer, but whatever. Um, well, if, I don't remember where the show comes down on it actually. So if it's Sam, I don't know. I think it makes sense that it could be at least drawing on Sam's familiarity with Dean's speech patterns, whether or not it's sure. Sam's brain making it up or Lucifer using Sam's brain to make it up. Yeah, Lucifer has been inside of Sam's brain. Lucifer knows. Yeah. Um, They've been hanging out. Alright, so Bobby rescues Jody. That just kind of happens. Um, and mm -hmm. then Lucifer, Sam gets lured lured suffered to <laughs> You worked really hard on <laughs> I, I caught it as I was talking. He was like, okay, I can make this work. Um, and then Dean uses the GPS to track him down. And uh, yeah, Sam Sam, Sam gets gaslit some more. Um, it's like Pinocchio seeing his strings. Ugh. He's just bullying him. He's trying to make him shoot himself, which is rough. Yeah, mm -hmm. Dean, fake Dean says, you're never going to be okay, Sam, which is such a mean thing yeah. to say that it was like, okay, this is not actually Dean. And then we immediately see Dean I literally, coming in looking for Sam. Yeah, I was literally like, oh my god, Dean, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I was like, oh. Um, Thank god. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we were all about to go Dean like, hashtag not my Dean. <laughs> don't they, wait, don't they reveal that it's not Dean before this scene? Because no. we see Dean come home. Yeah, that's right after he well, says Well, oh, yeah, so okay, so what okay, starts Sam, it to Dean coming Oh, in. oh, right. Sorry. I was talking yeah. about a thing that happened slightly ahead of that. So Well, when they get to the warehouse, uh when Sam gets out of the Impala, he has the keys. Yeah. And he looks at them for a yeah. second and then just kind of like shrugs it off. Wow. <laughs> 
Um, right. And, oh, right. Also, there's a fun little thing. The door, the door of the building says Morning, Morning Star, Star Endeavors. Endeavors. Yeah. Um, okay, we cut to Bobby. Lucifer, you are so funny. Bobby, I guess, brought Jody to his car and then went back to investigate. No, he got her a taxi. Oh, right. Okay, well, he gets her he gets her out of there. Um and then he comes back to investigate Mrs. Hackett. Uh and then Dr. Gaines shows up, Dr. Leviathan, and um Bobby says uh Bobby tries to do his like I'm here under I'm like supposed to be here situation and then the Leviathan is like I know you, Bobby Singer. And so Bobby smashes him with a mallet and shoots him with a shotgun. And then we reveal his big scary monster mouth, which looks all right. Mm-hmm. That looks all right. For Supernatural. Yeah, I'm happy to see... He knows Bobby because he saw... we saw yeah. you through the angel's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leviathans know him. Um, I like to see a scary monster mouth. I don't even care if it looks kind of like mm-hmm. mediocre CGI-wise. I'm just glad that... There's a scary monster mouth. Yeah. Yeah, they let us have a scary monster mouth in Supernatural. If it looks a little bit cheesy, that's okay. Rawr. It's Supernatural. Rawr. There's a bit later when we see it for, like, language. a little bit longer. Uh, I think it's Edgar's. Mm-hmm. And it looked a little funny, but it's cool. Yeah. I, I don't even mind. Yeah, no, I'm happy to see it. It's by far the least uh, offensive offense of Season 7. Yeah, and I'm not even offended by it. I like it. No, like I, I like said. it. It's a good effect. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's good. Um, it's just far, as far as cheesy. It's a lot of cheesy. Yep. Um, it's sort of a sort of a the the Leviathan version of the demon eyes flashing yellow. Because <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't. Oh, you know what they look like? I was thinking about this last night what? in bed. They look like the kidney bean from that episode of Jimmy Neutron. Damn. All right. Sure. Looking this up. You died. Oh my god. Bean, Hold on. Jimmy Neutron. Oh yeah, sure. I guess <laughs> this looks kind of like the lol what pair. Also, remember the remember it the does. lol what pair? That's an old one. No, but Can I just see it right the there. Channel. Um, I'll put the yeah. Here's here comes the kidney bean. Also, <laughs> or the, it's a lima bean. I guess. Small fun fact: the lol what pair uh, was drawn by Ursula Vernon, uh, a fairly popular uh, fantasy author, and also the author of the webcomic Digger about a. Uh, uh, wombat that goes hmm. on a fantasy adventure. Nice. I can't remember if the pair is obscure what? things. You know the most esoteric things. Yeah, I like. I was just a fan of Ursula Vernon because I read a short story of hers in a magazine in 2017, and then from there I discovered a bunch of stuff about her, including that she drew the lol what pair, and that's her biggest claim to fame. Googling lol what, lol what pair did not get me anything. Useful. What? Oh, I wrote pier. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. There we go. Saw one edited with the I'm a fire in my laser guy. Uh, Yeah. Just the way that they have no eyes when they open their mouths and they're all sharp teeth. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's the lima bean. The the lol what pair is the domesticated version. version. It has less spiky teeth. It has people teeth. Um... Anyway, I was really impressed with Bobby's instincts because as soon as Dr. Gaines was like, yeah, I know who you are, Bobby, like, fucking swings a hammer at his yeah. face. He's like, Mm-mm. And then gets the hell out of there. He's like, I may live in this town, but no. There's no way I'd go to a fucking hospital. <laughs> um, and then Dean shows up to rescue. 
uh, Sam, and Sam points his gun at him and is like, yeah, no, I'm hallucinating some more. I, I I know that Sam is not exactly thinking clearly at this moment, but the gun is, is in no way going to be helpful. Either Dean is yeah. real and you're going to shoot <laughs> Dean, or Dean isn't real and therefore the gun isn't real. Like, what is your plan yeah. here? He does shoot Hallucifer yeah. a slightly later. Which he disappears doesn't work. For a moment. So what was the yeah. pl- like? It doesn't make any sense. It makes him feel better. I know, okay, I know. he's it's a man, a trauma man, thing. American it's a comfort man. weapon thing. Yeah. Like I get that he's not doing this out of logic, but it's just blanky. Um... Gun control for Winchesters. <laughs> Other than that, though, um, the scene is good. Like we just have like Lucifer taunting him as Dean is trying to. He's like, "Whoa, this discussion does not require a weapons discharge." Mm-hmm. And is trying to calm down. He's like, I've been to hell. I know a thing or two about torture. Enough to know that it feels different than the pain of this regular crappy life. Um, and so it's like, how can you know for sure? And we get a good callback to the hand um, where Dean mm-hmm. takes hold of the hand uh, and says, this is real. I was with you when you cut it. I sewed it up and like squeezes it and makes Lucifer flicker. Uh, and then Sam mm-hmm. squeezes his own hand to like banish him it's mm-hmm. it's the pain of reality yeah. interrupts the hallucination like pinching Boy, yourself I sure in hope a dream. that doesn't do anything bad to sam's psyche this season yeah it's not I'm it's sure maybe this- not yeah! the it's maybe not the best way to snap out of a hallucination but it works it sure does work also dean dean like meeting sam on the level of like i know what you are going yeah through. Yeah, yeah yeah i really is, like this scene uh, shared trauma my beloved gonna make it stone number one and build on it the thing you're building on the foundation Ugh. of reality is pain Ugh. thesis moments well he says the the line before you gotta oh make right stone right one is you gotta believe me like their relationship should be stone number one mm. okay okay fair and he is like you got away we got you out sammy sorry i was just thinking about the the because he says this right after Sam banishes him by pushing against the wound. Mm-hmm. So that's where my head mm-hmm. was at when I was watching this scene. But you're right. He is, the belief is supposed to be stone number one. We're building one. on the core of the show, which is the brother yeah. relationship. Which is fair. That's mm-hmm. good. Like, I liked it. I even liked it if it was pain, but but this is slightly less dark. <laughs> the way Dean, like, this is a quiet admittance that when Dean first got out, he had trouble discerning yeah. reality yeah. from... yeah. Oh, Bobby calls them. Off they go. Sam's good. He's like, no white rabbits. Um, but rip to Bobby's house. God. This got me more than the roadhouse got me. Like, they burnt down his house. burnt down his house. That's their base. Like a few times. They were fucking in Bobby's house all the time. They were living with him. He's their dad. And now Bobby's missing. Sarah Gamble following in Eric Kripke's footsteps, I guess. Yeah. It's effective. Although I think this is more effective. Yeah. I think this is better than, than what Kripke mm-hmm. did to the Roadhouse. And it's also like, I feel like it's less, uh, I don't want the boys to have a home base or connections. It's more, this is a tragedy yeah. and they are being uprooted. Yeah. They are losing, like, all of the, all of the books. Just like the, it's like a library of Alexandria for the hunting community. Yeah. Like, the the entire Midwest, like most, like yeah. so many of the hunter networks rely on Bobby for information, and all of those books are gone. Oh, the books. Well, Bobby did say that he keeps copies, but I don't know if they were all in his house. Yeah, he Maybe might have some of like the more somewhere. important books 
Yeah, he might have copies of the more important What's ones elsewhere. Now nah, it's in the store. Somewhere. Um <laughs> But yeah. Bobby's house. There's a there's a there's a expansion to the tabletop game Spire that gives the players a like secret base that they can do upgrades with and have like cool stuff back there. And uh, in the GM section for that expansion, it's like in the final in the like penultimate session, burn down their secret base. It'll hit them really hard and make them really mad at the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Spire. Um, then Dean, like, yeah. while they're going to signal, I mean, to search for Bobby, Dean does, like, a little hand signal of which way to go, and then Sam immediately yells, like, what was the point of doing a silent hand signal if you're just gonna <laughs> yeah. yell Bobby, whatever. Um, Dean calls Bobby's cell phone, which, is the voice, the, not the voicemail, the, like, message. This is Bobby Singer's direct hotline, you should not have this number. Yeah, it's cute. Beep. Um, and Dean says, like, if you're dead, I'm gonna kill me and Sam. Oh. Yeah, no, hold on. Let me you asked me how I was doing. Well, not good. Now you said you'd be here. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, he says, I'm going to strap me and my beautiful mind brother into the car and drive us off the pier. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Dean, you are suicidal. If anything happened to Bobby, I'd kill everyone. I'd <laughs> kill everyone in the swimmer than myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they find Edgar. Uh, they have a little fight. Um, he beats the shit out of them. Mm hmm. He's very this strong. is the one also, time where sorry. blunt force trauma actually works and Dean's leg gets broken yeah, and Dean Sam gets leg. head trauma. It's like, okay, fine, now it matters that they get jumped, like, thrown around. Yeah. Um, sorry. On the Dean and uh, calling Bobby, that's Mark II on Dean desperately calling his fa father figures uh, on the phone, true. asking them to it's appear. True. Yeah. Um, Except in this case, John he's not asking for help. He's like, please Dean be alive. Like, oh, I need to trade my soul so that mm -hmm. I can die. Yeah. How's he gonna feel when his real dad is dead? <laughs> um. So yeah, they they beat the Leviathan by dropping a car, um, and uh, in the ambulance, they're like, "Oh no, we're going to the wrong hospital. How are our boys gonna get out of this one?" It's good. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we get a get a like Terminator moment at the end of like Edgar slowly recovering. It's so good. The blood like flows back up into his body beneath the car, and his hand twitches. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And that's the episode. Yep. So yeah, the Leviathans. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know. I think it's fun. I also kind of would have preferred, as I already said earlier, if we had like evil possessed Cass. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's because Cass is hot. A whole episode where Cass was just li literally his body was in it for the first five minutes. Yep. And now we're not gonna have Cass for such a long time. Um, it continues to feel like they're like building the tracks as the train goes. <laughs> the writers, yeah. yeah. Like well, if, if between season six and seven, it's like, oh, we can't have Cass as a villain for the whole thing. What do we do now? It's like, oh, he ate the bad soup. He drank the poison. The he drank the, the he drank the soup. poison. He's got the monsters the in him. The evil soup. Yeah. I don't know. That and in part like them just using the name Leviathan without that really like having any resonance. Yeah, meaning anything yeah. or having any real resonance towards like actual like the, the, the that like actual being in our world um is kinda eh, I, I don't really I don't particularly care for it. Um, it's just more like 
people possessing people and being scary. Like, it's not that different from Eve. I think it's kind of fun that there's a bunch of them, I guess. And also, they're really tough. But but we had that with the demons also. And I'm sure they're going to find some sort of, like, Leviathan killing weapon that will be their new status quo weapon. I know that's the show, though. So, like, I'm more apathetic about it than anything. <laughs> Y'all have any thoughts about this? No. <sighs> I am actually not sure how they deal with this because as mentioned i've never finished season seven um so i'm looking forward to figuring out how that works i have a vague memory of what they end up doing i i, know I don't remember how they actually killed eight, a big bad so i know something yeah i'm not positive about any of it which is exciting yeah i know like bare minimum mm-hmm. like i know like four plot points and the like monster weakness Ooh. But that's about it. I like I don't remember how they killed a big bad. Mm-hmm. Presumably with the monster weakness, but I would hope it would be more interesting oh, wait, than I that. Something about that because I did see some of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. God. Okay. I'm remembering more things. <laughs> yeah. This is when we get to this the cast drought. This is also probably one of the worst seasons of Supernatural. Great. I think it probably has the worst reputation. Like, I know we were saying that about season six, but like. Season six had cool concepts. Season seven, season seven is just like a lot of nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it just. It's. It's. It's and ridiculous. It's, it's are... bullshit. Well, we'll talk about them. Diabolical. Great. Cool. Yeah. I broadly it's... enjoyed these two episodes, so I'm excited to see where yeah. we go from here. It, it starts with a really solid foundation. Season 7 has 23 episodes. We're no longer in 22 episode seasons. We have 23 now, um, which is going to throw off our two Oh, episode, two it will. Thing. Ah, she'd. We can How many episodes is... Find one to make three, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we can just talk about the final one, or we can talk about if it's... Yeah, I don't know. Is, is, is it a three episode finale? Hold on, let me look at it. Since I'm the only one who's actually seen this season. Um, I don't think the last three episodes are, like, strictly connected. Mm. At least not from reading the... um, It seems like the last episode is more or less self-contained. Okay. Well, maybe we do that episode by itself, because generally our finales are already really long, so maybe we do the final episode and then our, like, season wrap-up conversation, and that'll probably still be enough to fill an episode. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, alright, actor facts. There's a lot of them for this one. Um, Dr. Gaines, uh, was played by Cameron Bancroft, who was also Graham Blake in The Beachcombers, Kyle Hansen in Extreme, Joe Bradley in Beverly Hills 90210, Captain Zeke Beaumont in The Cape, Ethaniel in Codename Eternity, which is a show about an alien secret agent on Earth trying to capture another rogue alien. Lilo and Stitch totally ripped this off. That's a joke. Uh, Lee Castle in 24, Kurt Ellis in Blackstone, Will Jeffers in Cedar Cove, and Gregory Atkins in Narco Leap. Um, Edgar was played by Benito Martinez, who is Ronnie in Saving Grace, uh, Luis Torres in Sons of Anarchy, Camson from the Blade Wolf DLC of Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance, uh, Hector Mendoza in House of Cards, Alonzo Gutierrez. Which one of those, why it cares about. 
uh, Alonzo Gutierrez, Luis Salazar, and Dominic Calderon in American Crime, which I guess is an anthology series. Uh, Todd Denfer in How to Get Away with Murder, Senator Diaz in The Blacklist, and Sheriff Diaz in 13 Reasons Why. Uh, really, there are only so many like Hispanic names that tell that like television characters get to have is what <laughs> is, yep. is, is uh, what this is revealing. Um, Spooky Girl Leviathan Annie was played by Olivia Steele Falconer, whose parents didn't know you're only allowed to have one cool name, uh, and who was Violet in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Uh, the head nurse was played by Lori Triolo, who is Jackie Cortez in Cold Squad, Linda Baldwin in The 4-4-0-0, and Geraldine in Alice, I think, which is the name of the show. I don't just think it's named Alice. Uh, and Rita in Rogue. The older woman who doesn't trust doctors, uh, Mrs. Beckett, um, was played by Patty Allen, who is Margot and also coincidentally Leviathan agent in Supergirl. Uh, and one of the swim team lads was played by Travis Nelson, who was Sid Stone in I Am Sid Stone and Riley in The Lake. And that's it. Uh, thank you very much for cool. listening. Um, please uh, rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, it, it truly does really help. Uh, tell your friends. I mean, not mm-hmm. like, you know, we don't super care about getting more listeners outside of the fact that we have a fun show and it's fun if more people like listen to us and write in. We don't make any money from this shit. Um, Mm-mm. but, uh, you know, it's still, it's still cool to, to get our, get our names out there. Um, give us the dopamine. Yeah. Truly. We love it when you write we'll in, kill like everyone it's, in this it's whenever anyone, whenever, whenever Ash or Emma, cause I'm not on the internet posts like a thing in our little, like, uh, 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 discord chat where we post people's stuff. Um, it, it makes me happy. Um, so that's mm-hmm. how you can express your enjoyment of the show, is, is tell us that you like it. Um, next time, we are going to talk about... The Girl Next Door and Defending Your Life. The Girl Next Door has a fun guest star that I am almost positive why it will recognize. Don't look it up. Um, okay. And Defending Your Life has other relationships... Uh, other religions <laughs> um, brought into the plot. Oh boy. Kind of. Again. Um and we'll see how those go. Jensen Ackles directs the girl next door. Oh cool. Uh yeah. Um thanks for being patient with us over the length of the break. Um until next time. Uh I guess we'll be riding in an ambulance <laughs> to a scary hospital full of our enemies. <laughs> We're gonna get eaten. We're all gonna get eaten. And Cass is dead. Cass is dead. Rest in peace. What is fucking- what is even fucking the point anymore, guys? <laughs> Dean voice. <laughs> fucking hate it here. I'm so mad they didn't give him a funeral. Alright. It's because Dean is in- Dean is in denial. Yeah, he has to hold on to that. So he kept the trench What if Cass comes back? What if he comes <laughs> back, I say, as I turn and stare into the, uh, the, the speakers of your headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Ominous? Okay. Music used on Word of Godcast is 
The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share-alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.